0: you got to listen to the way people talk. You don't say affirmative or some shit like that. You say, no problema.
1: And if someone comes off to you with an attitude, you say, eat me. And if you want to shine them on, it's hasta la vista, baby. Hasta la
0: vista, baby. Yeah, later, one. And if someone gets upset, you say, chill out. Or you can do combination. Chill out, dickwad. one. That's great,
1: see, you're getting it. No problem. And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does, I think, what it says in the tin. It's best film ever. My name's Ian. I'm Liam.
2: I'm Ellie. It's... I know,
1: I'm Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, I kept Georgia on mute. There's not a signal on that anywhere. And uh, welcome to episode seventy-five. Wow. I know, right? Terminator two. Mm. Terminator Boogaloo. <laughs> Terminator Boogaloo Boogaloo. I love that sunny in Philadelphia references. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, I'm sorry. <laughs> Alex taking a lot of stick these days. But we do it because because we appreciate him. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the charts all around the world gonna spread the word all
0: around the world tell you where
1: we've been heard find out where we chart today here we are absolutely act. so in america in great britain in canada, canada. in australia G'day. in germany spain brazil Ireland, Saudi Arabia, India, Singapore, Israel, Finland, the Ukraine, Taiwan. Then we've got higher numbers. Number 52 in Denmark. Number 47 in the Czech Republic. Number 47 in Pakistan. Number 24 in South Africa. Number 13 in Malaysia. And then we've got a trilogy of new pause markets. (gasps) New markets? A trilogy of new pause markets. I love new markets. You ready for this? Oh, go on. In all three, we are rated number one. Wow. Oh, that's <laughs> so, amazing! Uh, first off, we are number one in Ghana, 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 that's West so cool. Africa. Thank number you. six in all film and TV. So, yeah, take that. That's brilliant. We are then number one in Uganda.
3: Oh, oh, that is somewhere I've always wanted to visit. Uganda, Uganda. that yeah. is so okay.
1: cool. Number two in all film and TV, and in all podcasts, regardless of category, number two sixteen. Wow! <laughs> like there's millions of podcasts out there in the world now. There's over a million active podcasts. Oh my god! We are number two sixteen in, in Uganda. So thank you very much. That is amazing. And thank you. We are number one in Paraguay. Paraguay, oh, cool. Number somewhere four. Somewhere I've always wanted to visit. Number four in film and TV and number 36 out of all podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so Holy. you talk about things like, you know, wow. C- Caller Daddy, the Joe Rogan Experience, like those massive yeah. podcasts. We have a seat at the table in Paraguay amongst those super oh heavyweights. My God, thank you so much, Even amazing. just for one day, like it's amazing. So if you're a member of one of our New Markets, hey, thank you so much. Yeah. If you're a long time, true and tested listener, thank you as well. Yeah, thank, thank you. And you. shout as well. out to those so
2: of you nice. listening from New Market.
1: From New Market, yes. <laughs> From our New Market. Yeah. Uh, I, I do at some point want to talk about our top 10 sort of markets overall, because this gives us the Apple view of it. It doesn't take into account people like Liam, who listen on the Podbean app, I think 15, it is. Yeah, yeah so other other locations other other devices and platforms it doesn't necessarily give us a true feeling of that so maybe at some point we'll we'll do a little top 10 of places this year or whatever it oh, might be. be yeah cool. because we'll yeah, yeah. it really is i mean we have the ones who show up on apple every week but there are a different level there's some countries who don't show up in the charts much but we're like they're like our third or our fourth most popular nation wow. actually if you break down the numbers so I'm yeah still
0: blown away by those figures
1: i i know I'm going to save this right now. I'm going to save this for later. We have been listened to in all 50 American states. Wow. Excellent. And nine out of the 10 Canadian provinces.
2: That's, that's incredible. Oh, Prince, that's brilliant. Which is the province? That's Prince distinct?
1: Edward Island. Stop growing potatoes and listen to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anna Green Gables. do have to do that. You have to do an Anna Green Gables episode to get we on. Might, Prince we might, Edward have Island. I might have to. So there we go. Uh, we continue to have. I ahead. know
3: someone we could have as a guest if we did
1: do Anna Green Gables. And of Green Gables isn't a film.
3: Yeah, but if it was. Okay.
1: okay. if it was. We can play the-
2: Bonus set.
1: Yeah. Well, you never know. We could do a Friday thing. Who knows? We can Either see it or skip it on Anne of Green Gables. As a Canadian, you have to understand how much that like, gets rammed down our throats.
2: I don't so, even know what it is.
1: Oh, it's about a ginger girl named Anne Shirley. So as a ginger living in Canada, hmm. I'm telling you, like, I got it from oh. from, from, from every place. So, Were well,
2: you called Annie? No, ever. I
1: was never. Thankfully, my, my gender did remove that. Side. Plus, it's also a period piece from like, you know, um, way back. Way. like pilgrim times or whatever it's called in canada you know but but like you know like the 1800s or something mm-hmm. like that so uh so go ahead we've got our usual promos to do uh keeping it low key uh episode three has dropped keeping it, it low three if you will that's right uh the show's half over the show's half over it is well,
2: i still
1: haven't started it yet oh ellie it's good so yeah it's good. so far i'm optimistic it's interesting because each of them are very different we've oh, done so far yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay uh go ahead and catch out our episode on greece from last week uh, if you haven't done yet That's catch word. It, Catch out the mail call <laughs> the mail call continues to do really well um, i'm trying to remember what we released on Oh, the tom cruise the tom, tom cruise, cruise, cruise Round roundtable Table. is doing
0: so well is it so like, so well to be fair i thought it might be you know he's he's our biggest it's
1: broad he's our it's biggest broad yeah, yeah. uh also uh, as always sean prasad and the things they're doing over there at oh, shipwreck oh, comedy shit, thanks so much yeah. And then uh, if you haven't done so already, catch out my appearance on Thief's Monthly Movie Loot. Mm. And I should mention a episode dropped on Friday of me on It's a Musical podcast talking about my favorite musical, which I, that day was feeling Chicago. Chicago. So listen to me talk about Chicago and some some personal experiences with the show uh both regarding the show and outside the show oh, it's a little nice. bit of a personal story gets shared in that one mm-hmm. so uh yeah 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 it was a uh about, about the, the, the more recent um version of chicago i did oh okay yeah. and the events yeah. of my life surrounding that so yeah. i'm not going to sp- go and if you want to know what that if, what's he on about go listen to it's a musical podcast there's the hook i'm not going to give it away for free yeah, go ch- yeah. not that i going to charge you but go check it out they, <laughs> they do good work okay? no, great. Guy.
2: excellent cool. i went to the cinema to okay, see a girl. musical at the weekend <laughs> you went to see what I went to the cinema to see a musical at the weekend and was what in it, the Heights,
1: in the Heights. Did it belong in the Heights? Was your rating in the Heights?
2: As in good <laughs> high.
1: Yeah. Yes, h- h- high, generally high is good. <laughs> and, and, and low is bad. Quiet. I thought it was bad.
2: yeah no it's it's really good it's really interesting it's um obviously it's the Lin Manuel Miranda so it's quite similar to Hamilton never heard of him well lots of people haven't to be fair
1: yeah we we are in this sort of musical bubble although I mean Lin Manuel's kind of like Moana I
3: think this is his first Mary Poppins
1: Returns
3: cinema release of his work
2: though I mean obviously he's been in things but this is
3: his first actual cinema release of one of his shows
1: yeah fair enough fair enough
2: yeah I won't give too much away, but also there's some really interesting kind of choreography elements to it in terms of the cinematography of the choreography, which is wow, really cool. like stuff I've That's never helpful. seen before.
1: <laughs> choreography of cinematography, <laughs> not bad. Yeah. not well bad, done, Ellie. Well done. All yeah. right, so. Uh, let's go ahead and start with our reflections and corrections from last week. Grease is the word. Let's talk about grease, shall we? Let's so, the that. one thing we didn't do last week, we didn't talk about our favorite song, which we usually would have, would have done. Oh, we did favorite moment. We didn't do favorite song. So, mine's obviously Summer Nights. George and I talked a little bit about this uh, when we had to because we forgot to do the audience reviews last week, mm-hmm. and so I went, "Who's available?" And uh, <laughs> two of you weren't, but but one was. So it was good because better than me just reading and trying to pretend like you know, no <laughs> one. You guys just let me monologue for eight minutes i'm like it's probably not be-. so it was nice because to have some back would and forth happen. that would never doing, happen on this podcast
2: doing impersonations of the rest of us. <laughs> that would be funny <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so
2: wow,
1: um, wow. so my, my favorite song is summer nights liam uh hopelessly devoted to you oh the the, the, the academy award nominee
0: yeah the one that weren't going to be in the film but then got added later okay hopelessly devoted to you yeah
1: uh georgia
3: i think i said on the other one that i really liked a lot of them but
2: hand jive because i like dancing to it (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah um my favorite in terms of the actual music is summer nights but shout out to rizzo's song
1: oh really just just from a story perspective it's very important it's very important the impact in the movie yeah. If that but in terms, in yeah. terms
2: of the song, if I'm listening to the Grease soundtrack, then yeah. I will like say it.
1: this because I was doing some stuff with just the audio, as as I'm known to do, right? Mm-hmm. And the sort of corporate version of "We Go Together" was so dead. If you take away the visuals, there is no energy. It was no sister act. <laughs> there not was not no. There was no energy <scream> in this. It was just like we go together. It was like they just came in and, and rather than tening it, they went to like six. Oh, okay. Yeah you know technically we're singing the song but i'd be curious how much of a lead vocalist are actually in that or if that's just an ensemble song Uh, probably an ensemble yeah which i mean it was lacking punch Uh, okay but i don't you don't realize because visually so much is going on So so when i just isolated the audio i was like oh something's missing Ooh. impact uh so there we go um let's take a look at a couple things uh oh i have something oh i was gonna play the clip oh no will it work i think it will okay hang on a second hang on a second i've got an audio clip i want to play for you because we had a debate about something last week and i went back over it and found the answer uh do i have it here do i have it here uh Yes, this is it. Uh, I'm hoping Ellie can hear this. I'm going to go ahead and play this. And oh, hang on. I can do this instead. Sorry, Ellie. One second. I'm going to do audio processing on the fly. Oh, well done. So I'm going to go ahead and bring this to what am I not going to have to worry about this week? I'm not going to have to worry about that. I'll put it there. So that's amazing how quickly that just happened. That All right. So, good. so I have an audio clip about the end of the movie because we've what's the deal with Danny's letterman jacket. Yes, yes, yes. Here yes. it is. <laughs>
0: this letterman sweat huh? my tools were out stealing hubcaps i lettered in track how I you mean, like i can't believe it danny zuko turned jock and
1: rounded in all right so he says while you guys were out stealing hubcaps i lettered in track meaning ah, yes i did enough that i earned myself a letterman jacket he, he turned jock yeah i did and he's a jock now That's he's on cool. a greaser so he has officially changed back to my question i never knew that who gives out letterman jackets on the last day of school True. Well, I guess it's supposed to be maybe an, maybe it's like a graduation thing at the end of the year. If you're from America, help me out with this. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Do you get this at the end of the year? Because I thought part of it would be walking around going, "Look at me!" Like while you're on campus, I got a Letterman jacket. Look isn't
0: at what it, I've done. Isn't it weird though? Because I always thought for years they was they stole it for him.
1: No, he because he, he changes. That's yeah, the whole yeah, gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. So there we go. Nice I taught there. Liam something Yay! about Greece. <laughs> a couple of things from Dan Mackeltz I want to read first one. He says, "I thought you guys were all pretty fair with Ferris Bueller." We're going back a bit there. Teens fantasy day. Of freedom and shenanigans and one of the reasons i loved it as a kid sounds very similar to you on this one liam but as an adult it doesn't have the same impact as you see things very differently yeah true that's the part which liam's gonna like <laughs> i'm now gonna read dan's second statement which got me thinking right i'm not going <laughs> hold see up guys bye did i hear that correctly a 10 greece was given a 10 question mark greece is a perfect film question mark liam liam what Liam, what, 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 what? That's geez. What, what, you can tell he's Canadian because he went, geez. That's a, that's a bold statement. That's a bold, bold statement. I guess the heart wants what it wants. And, does and work, I responded work. a couple of times. And in the end, he went, you guys really held Georgia to account when she gave Train Spotting a low mark, which was later revealed in first edit to be a zero, which then we got changed to a two. Yeah. And we said Georgia was so against the film that she lost her objectivity. I would unemotively ask, Liam, if your love of this film results in you losing your objectivity towards it. Because I want to list. I thought about the things that you talked about last (laughs) week that you didn't like about Greece. Okay. And I want to consider, because when we did Batman The Dark Knight, I said, he goes to Hong Kong, that's stupid. I'm knocking at least a half mark off of that. Went nine and a half. You can admit it, you do not like the ending. I don't. Where they fly off. I don't. You admitted that Sandy tends all over the place. She does. Okay. <laughs> you, you you express some regret at how strong Danny comes on in the car. I always have. I, I, always I know. Have. I know. I'm, I'm just. I'm just stating. Yeah. 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 Uh, also, at one point, you said, "Look, I didn't write the story." Okay. I, I didn't <laughs> at which point. No one's accusing you of writing Grease, Liam. <laughs> and finally... That would be impressive. <laughs> and finally, he would, it's a free, he's a first-time director, okay? Now, this isn't first-time directors get a, a, a free wash. Or, I would argue that all these things together... It's not, we're not asking, is it your favorite film ever? It clearly is. Yeah, but okay. is that what a 10 out of 10 represents? Is that if it's your favorite or does it mean best? Because we're comparing this to The Dark Knight and things of that ilk. Okay. Is Grease a better made film? than The Dark night. Now, I don't want to answer right now because I've sprung this all on you at you once. You have, you have. I'm in a bit of a quandary now. <laughs> so, what I want you to do is I want you to take... Let's come back to this next week. I just want you to think about it.
0: Yeah, I, just, I, can't, I can't just think about it just right
1: now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, here's the information. Okay. I want you to think about it. And this is a hook for people to come back next week. Okay. And here... If Liam's had a change of heart or not, this is kinda like Or or will I come back ever? Or you'll Uh, come um, (laughs) (laughs) Is me done. This could be Liam's last (laughs) this This could be be a collector's this could be a collector's (laughs) item on the podcast. So I do want to throw it at you, but when someone said you guys really held Georgia to account, I went, You're not wrong we really did and we said you can find nothing positive in this film what I'm gonna come back to you, really these things aren't negative enough to budge you off of that 10 so I just want you to think about it yeah. not right now because right now it's too much everything at once Do you know what? Is this hard. I can't think straight away yep that's fine I need time so I'm gonna move on I need time I'm gonna move on but if nothing else we can say we know why he's at a Letterman Jack Hermes got a hold of me and I have to push a button
4: there's a mistake
1: If you were listening to the Tom Cruise real rant, when a few of you seem to be, uh, Hermes called me out for saying that I said that Last Samurai took place in China. And I went listen back. I did. I also said I've never seen the film. Yeah, <laughs> but technically, he got me. I said China. It's actually Japan. Yeah, Japan. Yeah. So I'll own that. I'll own that. I was wrong about a movie that I did not see. But
0: to be fair, I should
1: have picked you up on it.
0: Yeah. So I was... we can share the L on that one. Yeah. Okay, there we
1: yeah, go.
0: Yeah. I knew it was Japan, but I should have picked you up.
1: Uh here's one's for Ethan, if you're listening out there. There's a mistake oh. I think I made. Ethan went to great lengths to tell us about the prison escape scene in Mission Impossible three. And I'm sitting there going I'm sure that's not number three. But he seemed more confident than he me. Did, he and did. my general rule is if someone feels more confident than me, I, I kind of back off and go...
3: Unless it's a quiz and you know the answer and Ian's like, no, that can't be the answer. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, like, tell me about
1: answer. it. Oh, yeah, It's <laughs>
0: really <laughs> annoying. Anybody <laughs> can see Ian's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a,
1: it's a fair call. <laughs> it's
3: definitely Starbucks. I, no, it's I, not, I, that's I do not th- named after a whale. I, do,
1: <laughs> I do this, I do. Um, I talk people off of, not just off of high rankings in films, I talk people <laughs> off for of correct answers and quizzes. Uh, <laughs> I'm also good at the quiz night because I know a lot of things, though. Yeah, this okay. is the thing
3: that like, I don't know many. I know lots of random so, things. So if the they problem pop up, is that I'm I like, give you yes, enough yes, doubt. Yes, I give you enough yes. doubt. If, to do the the
1: time
2: you finally are like, yes, I actually know an answer. This yeah. is yeah. my or, moment, or and then you're like, like, oh, or no, I we're we're
1: like probably rally probably the rest right. of the team to go. Ian seems pretty sure on this one.
3: It's not. It's not even once. It's happened at least twice. Can we go back to Ethan's mistake?
1: Let's do <laughs> tangent. The prison escape is where it says, ain't that a kick in the head? That is Mission Impossible 4. Oh, okay. That is the prison escape. So he's mixed those two up. Ethan. Ethan. Oh. So uh, that is basically what we got for that. So let's go to shout outs. Uh, I'll tell you what. Nick and Russ, for all the love, and they're also upping their Twitter game huge. Oh. Russ is doing stuff on the Twitter. Uh, he saw we would have broken out in song more in Greece. And I got thinking, we don't do that so much in musical episodes because it doesn't feel... <laughs> A we 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 never stop singing, yeah, yeah yeah true. And B it just it feels a bit.
3: It feels a bit like egotistical forced. doesn't it? Also? Feels a, bit a bit forced. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah because then what, what do we do? It's it's sort of these natural moments. that seems to happen more when we're talking about incidental music in the background. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah I, I hear you, but it's not really what we do. Plus I think we might steer a little bit weird of the copyright people. Now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically we're doing a public performance of excerpts from, from 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 the thing at that point. <laughs> um, just sing the wrong words like i do there we go (laughs) (laughs) thief's monthly movie loot uh for promoting the episode i was in apparently he listed his top five guest episodes where that the downloads are Mm -hmm. i'm not in the top five yet i would I, i would ask it's the newest one Mm-hmm. so it's not going to be but that being said you know me i love a best film ever a bfe top five yeah. hashtag bfe top five let's get my episode with carlo into the bfe top five people that's what i'm asking for <laughs> that's what i want for my, my birthday's in a couple of in a couple of months i want to know by that point that i'm in i'm in carlos top five
3: and by a couple of months he means literally about three weeks
1: yeah yeah three weeks Oh, jeez, less than a month, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Getting old. Oh, dude. Um, film vloggers for I'm all ten the love. Years than you. you. know what? <laughs> I'm 10 years younger yeah, than you. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, kids, what are we watching tonight for all the love? Alex from Main Street Finance, who said, we love it when Ian rants. I don't know do you guys love it when I rant no we just shut no, up just switch it off.
3: depends <laughs> if it's for or against my argument
1: <laughs> yeah, true. Give me something, episode 2 of Loki specifically I hated that episode um, it's a musical uh, we discussed Loki episode 2 for a bit uh, the film effect Ben from film effect who I recorded an episode on hateful eight with yesterday it's dropped. the time you listen to this it'll been out for a day so much like like us he does a really quick turnaround on his episodes mm-hmm. uh, and we went for a nice little stretch on hateful eight and if you want to know how I felt about it I'll say I enjoyed the conversation very much so it is going to be on the film effect podcast i'm sure we over retweeted this by now go check that out i uh, had some very nice things to say about us oh. as a group very nice considered us the top tier of film review Ooh. podcasts i was like it's very kind uh we're just trying to put out do you know good what I,
0: I love when people give this feedback it's always nice when it's positive it's really <laughs> really, no, it, it really is and i thank you everybody out there listening but it's just a group
1: of friends just talking i yeah i, th- well, yeah, I mean let's, let's, not, let's not blow our hype too much we're amazing no, uh, no but no i mean you, a group of awesome friends just I, talking i think that's why it's got an appeal if i can step outside the podcast for a minute and go it, these relationships feel organic and yeah, but we
0: never set out that's to be they are well, we, yeah. we, never set out, we never set out to be a big podcast we set out just to talk about films right. i'm using ourselves and going this yeah. experiment
1: really yeah And I I love that people are listening. I love that people are engaging. And nothing against people who have people on from the podcast consistently and da-da-da-da-da. But there's an energy when you've got a thousand shared experiences and arguments and making up and all those sorts of things that happen with time you can't fake that you can't n- n- nor can you produce that it's got, it's got to be it's got to like I said in Loki you got to have time for this you got to yeah, do some yeah, character yeah, development yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's what we got here is the payoff to, to a shared history yeah it's, it's lovely I yeah. like it it's nice thank you everybody out there uh, so yeah uh, M from Verbal Diorama who she just did 100 episodes well done to her Woo, well, well done day. to her she finished by four Avengers in a row Avengers 1 Age of Ultron Infinity War and Endgame wow
3: nice that's a good choice that's for a good way four. for, for yeah, 97, yeah.
1: 98, 99 and it 100 is, and is. M I still say it best, best solo film review uh, film history whatever you want to call it pod out there
0: that's a that's a so
1: if you're listening to us i mean 100 episodes by herself she has yeah. guests occasionally but really it's by herself she writes she records Well done. um well done really yeah, 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 uh, yeah, a, big, yeah. a big thumbs us from us to m um your next favorite movie i got an, i'm gonna drop the announcement here we got a whole month of best film ever coming up on your next favorite movie Yay! he's calling it uh, best month ever that's right. And so we're all going on one of the time to talk about our favorite movies or in my case, it, I'm not going to say it's my favorite movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I think Dan shouldn't listen to mine. <laughs> Dan Mackles, <laughs> me? Oh, no, Because yes. at that point, that's about your favorite movie. Oh, okay. That's not about, is it the best movie? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you can totally go by the heart. I mean, if we think about like sports teams or sports players or whatever it might be or people who you see in sh- actors you might have your favorite actor it might be the best actor in the world but they're your favorite for whatever reason it is you just like what they do mm-hmm. so yeah so i think that's all we're getting at with that but uh i've recorded mine liam's recorded his yeah, did, this yeah. morning yeah. in a double session really enjoyed it really really it's enjoyed like it. 5 a.m for that guy wow yeah when he went on with me it was 4 a.m for him but he works he works night shift so oh, i'm like yeah i got you i've been there <laughs> um family plot podcast for the movie monday love mouse after midnight for the love manic pixie weirdo podcast for the love running educator for the love the ocho duro parlay hour for oh. the love deborah maria ramos for the love x radio x for a weird hickey proposition i think inspired by Grace. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not oh? i'm not volunteering as tribute but if someone wants to uh check the twitter out because i'm not sure i really uh, got that one Dwayne <laughs> smith was hoping to hear me rant more about grace Russell, uh, who hey. wants, th- who Russell the postie, hey, 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 hey Mr. Mr. Postman. Postman, wanted to know about Henry Winkler being at Ellie's school. Well, wasn't it wasn't at Ellie's school.
3: It was my school. It was at
1: George's school. Yeah. That
3: means that he's definitely had me, mine and Ellie's voices the, round the wrong way, like for the yep. entire time I
1: don't he's think been listening. <laughs> I, <bet>
3: he <laughs>
1: I think I talk so much that sometimes you get so little, it's hard to piece who's saying what. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> uh, he said, also says, Ian, you said you got a question wrong on the chase. Was that the real ITV one? You bet yeah. your bottom it dollar it was. The real ITV one. It really was. I have met Bradley Walsh. He's a he's a lovely man. Yeah, he, he com- liked me. As did the governess. She liked me as well. oh coming yeah. across as nice. Yeah. So uh, that and was it was a grease inspired question. As well. It was it was a Greece question <laughs> I got wrong because I didn't remember I was, who. I was watching the other end scream. I didn't remember head. who Sandy Olson. Yeah. I mean, the other end. You were beside me when we watched it. No oh yeah, was. yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs>
3: it didn't it didn't air until like a year yes, and. It, it was almost
1: two full years later yeah. when it aired yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah my uh, boss had people around and i, really, it I re-watched it. it as well though oh, did you I've, really? seen, I've seen it a few times yeah because i recorded it oh I'll, i managed to have a copy of it through some means myself hey. so there we go um we've got paul and griff's euro sweepstakes we're denmark and we won big over wales four nil so we are still alive to play another day Woo! woo go woo. denmark woo. Uh, Paul and Griff's Euro Sweep. Oh, I said that already. It's a musical podcast. I talked about that already about Chicago. Ray from Not Before Coffee said that we were hopelessly devoted to giving you the best at movies at best film ever pod. Hey.
4: Thanks, Ray.
1: Paul and Griff, uh listen, uh, we aren't very hungry. Just give me a double polar burger with everything and a cherry soda with chocolate ice cream. Oh, and play BFE's episode on Greece. We hear it's the word. But they won't they won't need the burger, they won't need the cherry cola. <laughs> no, we'll just leave it there. <laughs> yeah. Uh
3: Kid, wasn't very then hungry. a
1: small yeah. sp- a small teaser not a Malteser a small teaser small
2: teaser a
1: small, can I have a teaser as well a small teaser. actually they're fairly uniform Maltesers aren't they Maltesers, I like Maltesers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I will say this we have a vote that's coming up we'll reveal the, the results at the end there's actually had a couple of votes well, what about got, this one's got to do with Greece Liam that's it I'm going I'm leaving that's not enough <laughs> because when we did Shrek do you remember I said was I had a line was I too negative on Greece? Was I an ogre? Yeah, or was I all right? Mm. I may an old have star. may have done the same with Liam mm. and said, "Was Liam too generous on Greece?" Oh, really? I did really? I hate two thirds of people said. He's all alone at the drive-in movie. I don't care.
2: Only two-thirds. two thirds. Two yeah! thirds.
1: <laughs> one third. Agree <laughs> with you. Uh, I, well, thank you.
0: The one third. Uh, we shall go and watch Grease ourselves well, altogether. I,
1: I think part <laughs> of the thing is that we we make statements and we make at opinions, a movie? And, a and, then, and then people yeah. the people who we like who listen to us they will weigh in one kind of how they felt that it went, and that's I, part, of the, I po- feel part like, of the process. I feel like I seem to like a third of our listeners, <laughs> or, or, or a third of our listeners seem to like you. <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> well, not let's not throw the math on the other side too much. Uh, but we have a, a poll up at the end saying what we're we watching next week for our July 4th episode. And just some teaser comments from people. Ooh. I think I have one for each one. Carlos said, As much as I dislike it, I feel Independence Day is the right call out of those four. If not, born on the Fourth of July. It's high in with your Tom Cruise real round table. Uh, Baz just threw in a visual gif thing for hot shots, at the guy cleaning out his ears. And Hermes threatened to make a thousand burner accounts, each to ensure Dan with wolves wins the vote so we'll let you know uh the oh Lestat also uh was big on independence day so we've sort of had everybody sort of give their kind of opinion well i yeah well you know first thing you think of is independence day and fourth of july yeah but i thought other people would think that so i went off key a little bit yeah all all four are fine as far as you know suitability Mm -hmm. yeah they're fine your next favorite movie says i know it mostly takes place in winter but i think this may have been your chance to make the group watch rocky 4 Referring no, to July thank 4th. you but best sport but my response was hey we're doing a best sports movie real round table yeah also let's not forget that the fight happens on christmas day it does so technically and rocky four is a christmas alone has yeah.
0: just released or going to release a new director's cut of rocky four yes now before you guys grumble
1: too much i will say this rocky four is great it's great it's the best one out of all he of them you said
2: that about the first
1: hey right? it's nothing i'm like not sure the first. I did. Not pre- Rocky 4 is a really easy watch for for a okay. casual viewer. It is. Okay. It's it is. just it's just Cold War politics in a boxing yeah, fight. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, that sounds really... Easy. America. On, no, 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 it's really fun. It's such <laughs> it a... No, it's fun. a
1: fun movie. It is a fun movie. It's a fun movie. It is. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. Uh, Carlos Spyhards, and I talked about the Goonies, because the Goonies aren't really a thing over here. Goonies never say die. I'm a big Goonies fan. Are you a big Woo! Goonies fan? Yeah. Because Spyhards and, and myself were going to Carlo going, it's not a thing here. I feel I think it's too American. It
0: is No, no. It's, when we People of my own age our age
1: <laughs> I'm the same age as you what do you say yeah, yeah, so you're, yeah. I'm 10 years younger than you <laughs> but but I, I, was, I was in this country when Goonies came out yeah but I I, I remember yeah, Goonies okay. really well so some people really did but as far as uh, I mean I can't there were British pods jumped, there were some who were fans and jumped in as Thanos well Thanos himself is in it pardon me Thanos himself is in it is he really yeah he plays the older brother jeez and Kiefer Sutherland's in that too isn't he no is he not the one like, chasing him down no, I'm, no I mean no. it makes up a stand by me jeez a stand by me. there's yeah. a crossover I want to watch uh so we also did the same thing about uh, gi joe and i went i didn't know anything about gi joe until oh, yeah, i moved, that, to, till I moved to canada no it was me. not a thing over big no. you know guys with guns saving the day not really a british thing No, it's it more like he-man and stuff like that i got some grief from spyhards and carlo for not watching terminator one um Julian promised me terminator 2 is the better film with the ian is always right hashtag and your next favorite movie backed me up josh from there um i did watch terminator 1 in preparation for this pod and I can talk about it I don't think my there's a couple of things I know a couple of things I know to maybe appreciate as far as callbacks is it going to change the way I understood the second movie not really would it change my first viewing of it not really so we'll talk in a second about this uh, punch the timeline and I discuss what was worse the last season of Community or the last season of How I Met Your Mother I don't know if any of you guys are familiar enough with those I've not seen Never the last one kind
3: of Community so you should last season
1: of How I Met Your Mother's is rough oh,
3: that is rough yeah
1: rough last season of Community is also rough I think at the end I said I'll take How I Met Your Mother as the better season but it's not it's not like high praise
3: I think that's why I've not finished watching Community because I know it gets bad like and all I'd the, like, characters, characters jump
1: ship and they are like care about this new character now and I'm like no I don't hmm. want to it's like Scrubs when they got rid of half the cast. So, uh, And finally, Dan Mackles ended our first sort of shout-out section. He's going to miss the second. I'm going to call him out a little bit. There's a mistake <laughs> I think Dan made. He decided to wait until he published Tom Cruise, then go, here's my favorite Tom Cruise movies. And I went, God, <laughs> I promote this for a month. Forget you got to see this. You got to vote on this on time. So he went, yeah, I kept putting it off. <laughs> i'm like yeah funny about that so um let's jump in uh terminator 2 uh, It's like the 30 year anniversary so that's why we're doing it yeah 30 years of terminator 2 who'd seen it before i'd seen it before I you'd seen, seen it before it, yep, i'm yep. assuming the girls had not seen this before nope. nope and you have not seen terminator 1 before nope nope okay yep
2: i wonder why people got our voices confused georgia
1: yep. <laughs> very succinct if i may say so uh so how long has it been since you've seen this liam um, about 20 minutes not much, long enough I'm joking, much, I'm joking. much 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 blo- first week in lockdown was the, oh really yeah, Actually, yeah. To be fair i saw it, it aired in the uk on tv
0: and i think i saw it then i, I saw it first week in march because I, I had it on dvd i just grabbed a load of dvd Oh, yeah. and i spent it was like, on
1: tv not long ago and i caught the second half of it but the, before that the first time i'd the last time i'd seen it was probably 20 years ago
0: oh no before that it probably been about three or four years ago Oh,
1: really? Yeah. So I was thinking everything in the, like, the dark recesses of my brain here. So oh, okay. uh, directed and written by James Cameron, um, who also, in case you haven't heard of the guy, done Titanic, Avatar, and not Total Recall. Yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> he did The Abyss. He not, did The Abyss. The not abyss Total Recall. In. Never seen it. Hey, without the, the Abyss,
0: we wouldn't have had Terminator 2.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not crapping on The Abyss. No, no, no. I'm just saying that the technology oh, it's part of the they process, used- yeah. Yeah, uh cinematography by Adam Greenberg. Check out the rest of the films this guy's done. Go on, Turner and Hooch. <laughs> oh, that's a good little movie. Ghost. I like Ghost. ghost. Sister Act. Oh, Snakes in a Plane. <laughs> <laughs> that is that, that's about hey, as broad as we paint hey, things here. <laughs> if you want a resume, that's what I want. If you want a little bit of everything. I <laughs> want a little bit of everything. Yeah, I think Snakes in a Plane is the last film he did. I'm hoping because he just decided to retire. uh You wouldn't want to retire, and not because he
3: got bitten by a snake.
1: You wouldn't want to retire on that one, though, would you? Maybe he just, just went on a plane. This is the most sellout job I've ever done. That's it. I've, I'm finished.
3: Uh, that one line in that film, though, I won't say it because I've got too many swear words in, but it's like my favorite film line ever. And I've these, not even seen the film. Get these
1: snakes yeah. off. This. I've never seen the film either, but I know the line. I just
3: love that line. Uh,
1: music by Brad Fidel, who I don't oh, really know from anything. Um, I'm sure. I, I didn't click the link in time, so I'm sure it's out there. and do if someone wants to take a look at, at what he's done. Fidel, F-I-E-D-E-L. Uh, but this theme for this film is fantastic Oh, so good in it so uh it really really resonates terminator two judgment day also promoted as t2 is a 91 american science fiction action film produced and directed by james cameron so produced there's the there's the yes, magic the money yeah. that's where the money comes yeah, in yeah, yeah. didn't
3: train spotting Two go by t2
1: yes yeah yeah i think enough people were not going to confuse the two films
3: right fair
1: I just want to see that lust for life scene with like Arnold or, or, <laughs> or Robert Patrick just running down with the truck followed. It might be a better film. Get down. <laughs> so uh, Cameron Crowe wrote the script with William Wisher. Uh, although there were talks about to Terminator right after its release, it was stalled because there are technical limitations. When I watched Terminator One, I went, "Your shots of the future look pants," which is a, which is a fancy way of saying socked. Was- sucked. It's fairly low budget, I think. Oh, it's low budget and it's ambitious, especially yeah, yeah, for 1984,
0: yeah. because it wasn't the, the stuff wasn't there. Look at the animatronics that he used when he's like doing the eyeball thing and the.
1: What in 84? Yeah, yeah. The bit where it like stands up and starts walking, I'm like, it looks really bad. It, it, it looks, naft. it looks bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's what you had at the time. But I think taking a break until technology could catch he, up he to he you knew that, though, didn't he? And he at knew. this point, he's he's got the information at his disposal. Like he he's got enough cred that he can wait on this one now. Yeah, yeah.
2: Ellie. Um, I looked at what else Brad Feidel has done. The answer is a hell of a lot, but oh. nothing I've seen. Okay, there we go. Um, oh, so from 1979 was was his first one. Okay, anything? Oh, only up until 80- – oh, no, this isn't in chronological order. Okay. Until 96, maybe, somewhere around there, mid-90s. All right. Um, But, yeah, I I couldn't even tell you what kind of genres because I've never even heard of these films, so I don't know if maybe they're just not very good ones. He did The Hills Have Eyes. I've heard of that one. I've heard of it. I haven't yeah. seen
1: it. It's more of a horror one, isn't it? That is horror, yeah. Yeah. Late there's 70s. A, there's
2: a couple of horrors on there, yeah. Okay. Um, and then action-y type
1: things. Okay. So we got... To, it says here that the... Uh, it was stalled because they didn't have a technology, as we said, so they were waiting for CGI to catch up. Also, with some legal issues of original producer the Herndale Film Corporation, who controlled half of the franchise rights. Given that the the Herndale was experiencing financial problems, Schwarzenegger urged Mario Kasser, head of Carolco to bid for the rights uh
3: that's the name that popped up at the beginning and you went i don't know who that is
1: yeah i reminded mario that this is something we should be should have been looking at we've been looking at for four years and it should be him who goes all out no matter what it takes to make this a deal carolco eventually paid herndale five million for the franchise resolving the legal gridlock which was also important because everybody seemed to be available at that time Mm -hmm. as well Uh, it was shot in eight months the first film was shot in six weeks Wow, that makes a lot more sense. I've just watched the first one. I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But it was a tight deadline because had to be ready for the summer of '91. Once it was greenlit, Cameron got a hold of his friend and co writer William Wisher and said, "The good news is we're making the sequel. The bad news is we're already several months behind." So they used every available hour to write the initial uh, draft because he wanted to have a screenplay finished for the Cannes Film Festival, where it would be officially announced. Uh, he did an all-nighter of a day before, he being James Cameron, and the script was literally printed out while a limousine was waiting to get him to the airport, which delayed the flight to Cannes. He handed the um, the, the script over to Schwarzenegger and Mario Kassar and fell asleep for the entire duration of the flight. <laughs> all-nighters i'm i was yeah. famous at the university myself it's a, it's a canadian habit i think oh. all nighters. oh night no before. it's not Is it not okay <laughs> i wonder
3: if he cried to taylor swift's love story as well
1: he might have it's a it's a powerful song uh principal photography began october 90 lasted until march 91 and over one million feet of film was shot and printed wow i prefer digital i mean yeah actual wow. physical f- yeah, film yeah. stock right wow um working with the notoriously perfectionist James Cameron was so hard on many crew members they started wearing t-shirts that said Terminator 3 not with me.
0: <laughs> That's <funny. laughs>
1: Which I think on Titanic we heard about I survived yeah. shooting Titanic with James Cameron so yeah. I think the deal is you shoot with we have James Cameron get ready for um a slog. Yeah.
3: And a fun t shirt.
1: And an emotionally draining, yeah, a bonded experience. We've, we've gone through a tragedy together.
2: <laughs> been there, done I'd that. I like got to the know what, um,
0: Michael Bain's version of Cameron is because he's been a few
1: films of his. Apparently, he must, yeah, he must dig him, I guess. Yeah. 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 He must like the way he works. Must. Um, so the film, we get the uh, identification Karolko presents. I'd never seen this identification before. I guess I, have? Have. I guess I had. I guess I had when I watched this the first time, uh, but okay. it's not something I recalled at all.
0: I, I I just remember seeing it on the front of the video.
1: You you, I, you could have told me this was a fake thing from twenty forty nine Los Angeles in the future. Oh, okay. It was the evil corporation, wasn't Skynet? It was Carolco, and Carolco. I'd be like, Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Uh, we get traffic and a, a really cool font for the Chiron's. Looks very futuristic, and then kids are playing in the and then the blue light occurs, and then we go to Los Angeles twenty twenty nine. So hope you guys are ready for this. We have eight years eight until years, we get here. Yeah. Uh, we found heard about a nineteen sorry, August twenty ninth, ninety seven, three billion people died so the thanos snap in this has this with the war judgment day the war against the machines um they've come a long way since 1984 in production values cuz many of the shots are the same there's like the tank rolling over the skulls Which and they all have to die in the same position in the same place yeah with,
3: with their heads together yeah heads
1: together so and that. then we've clearly <laughs> got what looks like a cinema screen in the background with yeah. actors running across from right to left cuz not going deep they're going no. only only straight across yeah uh i didn't think it looked that bad <sighs> I had make. just watched the 84 version that I did before. Are, so there, what are, there are out. other bits in this film where I thought, oh, really? Oh, really? I'm curious to hear what Ellie and Georgia thought about moments this has first but watches. Some of the bits are like, wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: When you think this is 1990, 1990? And then into 91, wasn't it? So it was recorded in 1990. You know, you're thinking, wow, just come out of the 80s and you're producing stuff like this
1: incredible and we got a little bit of retconning where we get uh, skynet has sent two terminators back in time to take out john connor the first to 1984 but it failed mm-hmm. the second when john was still a child as before the resistance was able to send a lone protector back in time and they keep it nebulous so that the audience can be guessing which one's which mm-hmm. or so they think yep okay um anything you guys want to add at this point to where you're feeling in the movie
2: at this point, yep. um, I guess I was feeling um, vaguely interested by the plot, but I, I don't know. I don't really know how to kind of keep it to at this point, to be honest. All right, that's fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was quite interested. I'm just,
1: I'm just very aware right now it's me and Liam talking a lot, so I was just trying yeah, to yeah. throw it so people can distinguish your voices. <laughs> um,
2: I, I feel like it might be you guys talking a lot for okay. a lot of the podcast today. <laughs>
1: So one of the main percussive sounds of Brad Fiedel's score is the metallic beats of the Terminator theme, which would be this here. So the metallic beats is not created by a synthesizer or taken from archives recorded sounds. It's Fiedel, Fiedel. I'm going to go with Fiedel. It's Fiedel striking one of his cast iron frying pans. Really? Yeah.
3: Yeah, it reminds me of the, the Iron Man theme that, with the, when he's hitting the thing, because they put, I think they put it at the end of Endgame? Yeah, at
1: yeah, the end of Endgame, you get yeah, the sound of him the making the <laughs> suit, yeah.
3: <laughs> it reminds me of It that. reminds
1: me of the last episode of David Tennant's Run as the Doctor when, like, he's gonna knock oh, four or five times. The king, oh, yeah. 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 One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Oh, talk about scenes that make you cry. I know, right?
3: His whole, like, last little bit on his yeah. run was amazing. Yeah.
1: Uh, so we meet the Terminator, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, reportedly paid $15 million for this. Wow. Uh, given Arnold Schwarzenegger's US uh, fifty million million salary and his total of 700 words of dialogue, he was paid $21,000 per word. <laughs> That's
2: brilliant. So to put that in perspective,
1: Austin <laughs> La Vista, baby, cost just shy of $86,000. That is
0: ridiculous.
2: Do you think that
0: when they said to him, um, you gonna get paid this he went no problem
1: no no problem <laughs> can on.
2: anybody get explain on. Him? <laughs> Sorry. can anybody explain arnold schwarzenegger to me please
1: what do you mean by explain him like you couldn't make out what he was saying or
2: no i can make out what he's saying i just think he's really really shit
1: schwarzenegger was a he universe he style. looks like a throwback from like a greek god yeah like he was Mister 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 Universe. Yeah, uh, he won like the uh, he won like the, the big strong, ben, strong man competition. Not strong man, but uh, um, bodybuilding body competition. Yeah, yeah. So many years in a row, and he segued from that and managed to make it into mainstream film, starting with Conan the Barbarian. And about this time, he was never cooler or bigger than at this moment. Yeah, he
3: is playing a robot as well, Ellie. So he's he's learning human <sighs> yeah. things at the moment.
2: It,
1: I don't know how to explain it. He was cool. He was.
2: Ugh, I just don't he is get. It. It is cool. no, no. He was one of the biggest
1: action stars at the time. He was elected governor that, of New York on not I know, New York, California. I, know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I get that he looks the part, but oh my God, I can't it. Really, you I'm don't really
1: sorry. have to have him do a whole lot, though. <laughs> like, I don't think this film. All the criticisms I have about acting in this film, he's not one of them.
4: No. Mm.
1: He's playing yeah. a robot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he said, I always felt we should continue the story of a Terminator. I told Jim that right after we finished the first film. Uh, he's naked, which de- which is a lack uh, the, the red vision that he looks through. I mean, these all look better than the first time around. Mm-hmm. And it's also familiar to the first time around. Because the first time around, we open with naked Arnold Schwarzenegger. The second time around, we open with naked Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm.
2: Making the most of that bodybuilding,
1: hey? Yep. Uh, he goes into the biker bar, uh, which is reminiscent of the first film. But he finds someone and says, I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. <laughs> And uh, the guy says, you forgot to uncanny. say, you forgot to say, please, yeah. and burns the cigar in his chest. The script is not a good thing in this film. <laughs> it's not well written. Like, I could believe it was written in one night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could. Uh, and he throws the bag, the guy who's refusing him the thing, and he lands on like the grill. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It doesn't get a
1: burned at all. Hot grill. But yeah, he does.
3: There was like fingerprints left on the grill when he got it. Oh, was there? It. Oh, yeah, that was really gross.
1: Ew. Um, studio executives were nervous and concerned when the original budget of $75 million ballooned up to 88 with more to come. In order to get the budget manual, they proposed to eliminate a few scenes, particularly the opening biker bar scene where the Terminators introduced. They tried to get Arnold Schwarzenegger to persuade James Cameron to remove that scene, and Schwarzenegger said only a studio guy would cut a scene out like that. True. True. Uh, a female passerby wandered onto the biker bar set thinking it was real, despite walking past all the location trucks, cameras, and lights. Seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger standing in the bar, dressed only in boxer shorts, she wondered aloud what was going on, only for Schwarzenegger to reply it was male stripper night. <laughs> <laughs>
4: whether
1: it was, whether it was a coincidence or not, in Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, the Terminator, played again by Schwarzenegger, actually steps into a bar during male stripper night.
0: <laughs> That's cool.
1: In the audio commentary, this scene is shot James Cameron reveals this scene is shot the same night of the Rodney King beating and then Rodney King beating happens just across the street. Wow. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So for those of you who might not know, uh, Rodney King, uh, the beating of Rodney King, Rodney King was a, I think he was a black truck driver Yeah. and he was pulled over by the LAPD uh, and a team of, I believe it was universally white cops beat him and it was caught via spectators video it just it was the first time he sort of caught police brutality on media and yep. could spread it and it resulted in race riots in los angeles in yeah, 1991 big, big because they were i think there was a trial and I think they were found not guilty and that's when everything just went yep. went ballistic yep. and it was a scary scary time so you know in in, in north american history i remember very much the rodney king trial and, yeah, what, and what that meant yeah Money um, so, happened on the wow. Yeah, it was filming right across the street. Uh and it was fil- it was happened that the film in the night of the beating. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm supposed to here's my question. Did anybody buy for a minute that Arnold Schwarzenegger was the bad guy in this film?
2: No. I wasn't sure.
3: Um I was kind of like, uh, but I think I'd heard before that he wasn't. So it wasn't until like the other guy turned up that I went, ah, okay. Because he
1: comes out of the bar. And here, bad to the bone. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah, at this point, I was like, bad. Really? And I'm like, come on. Like, if there's supposed to be any concern whatsoever if this guy's the hero or not, this is the coolest reveal. You're not doing this for the villain. And not only that, he didn't kill anybody. He just hurt them. He just hurt them. Yeah. In the, in the last one, he hurt.
0: Them. He, gave he, one guy,
1: them. he gave the one guy a grilling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he doesn't, even, even some old man goes, um, you know you can't steal a man's wheels, and he walks over to them, and he just grabs his sunglasses, yeah, takes the shotgun it. out of his hands, yeah. and that's it. And that answers the question: How do we get Arnold to have a shotgun done? Yeah, fixed. So there we go. It's nicely on the bike, doesn't it? Yep. And then we <laughs> get that. naked guy number two, and it's the same order as last time. We had Arnold, and then we had the new. Now last time was Arnold and then the hero. Yeah. Now we have Arnold, and it's a smaller guy again. A smaller guy this time. It's the villain. Um, and we meet the T1000, played by Robert Patrick, who looked so young. He did, didn't he? Original rumors that Michael Bain was the it. first choice for the role of the T1000. This idea was abandoned, though, as it was judged too confusing for viewers. Yeah, that would have been.
0: Oh, he's. I like him as. A what man. would that have done to? Um, that really screwed up. Uh, Connor, Sarah, it? Sarah, Sarah,
1: yeah. yeah. Sarah Connor, yeah, yeah, it would have screwed her up big time, yeah, yeah, because she just ran straight into his arms, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, some rumors about Billy Idol. Oh, how cool would that be? Cool, yes. You already had one guy who, by Ellie's own admission, you know, not a great actor, yeah. I think Billy Idol's taken maybe a bit too far there, yeah, but he'd have looked
0: the part, he would, but. You know, it'd have been a totally different movie, wouldn't it?
1: Cameron stated he wanted to find someone who'd be a good contrast to Arnold. He said, if the 800 series of Terminator is a kind of human panzer tank, then the 1000 has to be a Porsche. Uh, T2 makes use of CGI to vivify the 1000. The use of such technology was the most ambitious since, uh, Tron and the last Starfighter, respectively, and will be integral to the success of the film. It was required specifically for the mimetic polyalloy liquid metal structure of the shape-shifting character of a T1000, as it can transform into almost anything it touches. And this was done by our good friends over at Industrial Light and Magic who seemed to be every time we mentioned something like this so if you've got your bfe bingo card out i'd, I'd not sure a magic tick it off uh-huh. uh it took uh originally their graphics department was six people it had the balloon to 36 to accommodate all the work for this which cost five and a half million dollars and took eight months to produce which ultimately amounted to three and a half minutes of screen time <laughs> so there we go
0: worth uh, it though Worth every penny
1: yeah, and the T-1000 steals the cop car, and it was designed, let's make him a police officer, sort of establishes that authorities a bad thing. Really interesting in the aftermath, like we said, of Rodney King. Yeah. To make to, to a to yeah. bad guy a member of the police force.
3: And even still stands today, to a certain
1: extent. Oh, I mean, absolutely. The issues in place there, yeah. The, uh, it was, but the thing was, at the time, this is revolutionary. Oh, God, yeah. To go ahead and present the police in this light. Do you know what I would
0: have liked to have seen? I'd like to have seen... Um, The robot T-1000? Yep. Just from the back, move over to the copper and then become the copper. And he'd become his original form of the copper, not the T-1000. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I always thought that he would have took this... He must be this shape when he comes through from the future, but he just takes his uniform. Yeah. I'd have thought it would
1: have been better to... match transform into him i i think you had to start with him there so that we have one solid face we can root against the whole movie
0: yeah which i didn't yeah i don't
1: know confuse me logically you're right from a filmmaking perspective i think you have to give him a face at the start yeah and that has to be the face we see for the whole movie but but it's, yeah he could have stolen his entire form not just his clothes yeah yeah, yeah, and that would have been the form that he would have chosen yep. to originally go back to yeah or you just have him walk around as like the silver surfer for yep. like until he gets his first I think they, wanted to, I think they yeah. wanted to humanize him just so we have a face we can root against. But yeah, I, logically, you're 100% right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, he steals a cop car, which we said, uh, and he finds um, John Connor's details. No, they really have child's information on the cop car. And then, oh, right, he's got a record. He's got a record, yeah. That will do it. And we meet John Connor, played by Edward Furlong, who I remember as being a lot better in this than I think I, I decided he was in the end of this one. I've yeah. got
2: another... F- fun one with him is uh, has anybody looked at recent pictures of him
1: oh really <laughs> no yeah. oh
2: my god
1: really okay yeah i have uh, furlong was like- discovered by casting director male finn while visiting the pasadena boys and girls club furlong who had no acting ambitions at the time said i fell into acting it wasn't something i planned it's always kids like this yeah oh i didn't really you know it just sort of happened thanks a lot eddie uh, <laughs> production took so long that edward furlong visibly aged during the shoot he's clearly much younger in the scene in the desert for example than in other scenes his voice began to break and had to be pitched one level higher in post-production he'd uh, also grown so tall that for one scene shot late in the production schedule he had to stand in a hole in the ground in order to maintain continuity and uh, the height difference with linda hamilton that's funny Uh, here's a great quote. Here's a great little fact. Edward Furlong immediately got along with Arnold Schwarzenegger as the young actor had grown up without a father figure in real life. And Schwarzenegger could fill that role both in front of and behind the camera. And actually considering that, I think, I think you can see that in the finished product. You do see that. Linda Hamilton, however, joked she experienced excruciating moments when she was forced to listen to Schwarzenegger, give Furlong advice about women and stated they did so well together because they were emotionally the same age. (laughs) uh the foster parents are rough but they're obviously they obviously bought him a dirt bike yeah i didn't get the bit where todd comes out and goes do what your mother told you i'm like i don't know i've never fostered i've never been in a foster situation but i think they stay away from words like mom and dad yeah that's my understanding of it all
3: they do unless the children choose usually to use them
1: yeah and it wasn't do
2: we do we know how long he's supposed to have been fostered for
1: uh, no, I don't know how long he's supposed to have been fostered for. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I think the idea he's been out of a couple of foster homes yeah. is my interpretation. I, I don't think know. So. Um, and she goes, she's not my mother, Todd. And I'm like, yeah, fair show. Mm-hmm. the bit where he's like, just not listening. Winds well, yeah. me right up. with yeah, 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 it does. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we go to the hospital for the criminally insane, lots of exposition through the shrink, but this is how you do exposition. Mm-hmm. he's doing rounds here's the information on the patient brilliant way to information across to the audience yep. as opposed to going i told you sarah you have been here for two and a half no this is so much better
2: yeah so and shout out to the stunt
1: double which what her stunt double
2: well, i'm assuming it's a stunt double if not shout out to her massive shout out to her doing the pull-ups know.
1: No, that's her. Those, those, is it really her? Yeah, 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 yeah. How do they explain the police wow. shop getting shot up? I've got. I and I like the performance of Doctor Silverman. I don't like him as a character, no. but I the like, guy playing him is great. He seems so relaxed around it though. He might be the best actor
0: in this film. He, he seems so relaxed around it, even though you got a pen, pen
1: in the knee. I think he's doing that bit where he's got the power and he's flaunting it and showing off in front of other people. Oh, you get him okay. to a room with her one on one, he'll he'll back down. Oh, okay. But when he's got all the power around him, he'll he'll show off. Oh, and a okay. locked door. And a locked door, yeah. Um so meet Sarah Connor, played by Linda Hamilton. Um, she she's not married to him at this point, but they would get in a relationship during this movie and would later marry. Yeah, yeah. And Who get, would uh, James, James Cameron, the director, and oh. Linda Hamilton. And if you're does that sound familiar? Yeah, it's because he pulled the same stunt when he was making Titanic. Yep. Yeah. Because the, the 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 old woman's granddaughter. Yep. He, he gets is. in a relationship with her while he's divorcing Linda Hamilton. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So yeah, uh, t- talk about showmances. There we go. Um, yes, Ellie
2: i just go back to her pull-ups. If if it's not a stunt double, why are they all filmed from behind?
1: I don't know. I mean, it could be, you. but I've got... Because it got was, sp- like, really bad filming If
2: so,
1: I think because she's literally doing it on her bed, and to get a frontal shot, you're actually blinded by the the bed.
2: Yeah,
3: she's right up against the wall while she's doing it.
1: Mm. I think that's the only angle available, because I've got in my notes here that... Uh, Oh, I had a whole bunch of stuff. She underwent ridiculous, oh, I had a whole fact gain, gone, I don't know where gain, it is. She underwent like significant hard 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 training to to do this role. Like, yes, she, she I don't know if you know like, her frame is like oh. muscular. Yep. Like lean yeah. but yep. muscular. Yep. Oh. Yeah, ah, she well you, done to her, then. She was like uh, being trained by like prof I forget. I had a whole fact, I don't know what of. I'm actually deleted I guess. <sighs> but the the training she underwent was rigorous. I do like like professional like 6 hour a day kind of stuff to get ready for the for, for this part. Yep. Um, um, she was paid $1 million to reprise her role. Wow. I will say the appeal of the film is Arnold. Oh, yeah. And he can hold out for as much money as he can. Because without him, you can't make the movie again. No, you can't. Not really. As I think future Terminator movies prove. Yes. He, he is the guy. But even with him in him later on, they become a little bit. Ooh. Yeah. Um, James Cameron was so impressed by Linda Hamilton's acting that he campaigned for her to be nominated for an Academy Award for Best Actress, although it was unsuccessful. Although successful, getting her to say yes. Would be married. Yeah. So it's a bit hard. To, uh, uh, I got this here. It's about the Titanic. We talked about that. So the T-1000 meets the foster parents. And this is the skinny. So T-1000 is the skinny one. The T-800 is Arnold.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. So the T-1000 I meets... I thought he was a T-101. Th- that, he was a something 101, a model 101, but he's a T-800 overall. Oh, okay so here's my question if i'm skynet mm-hmm. and i'm sending two terminators back into the past why am i sending one eh model and like one super souped up model you're not sending
0: both both of, are you somebody else is sending one and skynet sending the the
1: no no, no 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 i'm talking about terminator one versus one. terminator two because we got told at the start of this movie when it was retconning they sent two back into the past one to 1984 and one to when he was a child
3: i guess they just wanted to send the crappiest model they had and were like hopefully that'll kill him when the first time around and then when it didn't
1: work they were like oh, how, shit but you're not going to know if it works or not because you said that's how time travel you don't wait 25 oh, years saying, and go. oh it doesn't work saying this happened like all that's oh, it how it's presented yeah oh, okay. it's presented i, they didn't, I, I, I didn't see it like well that. they're trying to retcon how i mean you have oh, to explain okay. how why there's a sequel Oh, okay. So, yeah, so the idea being like, you know, why are you sending one that's kind of like, yeah, he's he's, he's the okay model, which is the first movie, and then one where he's the super advanced model.
3: Because they're actually in touch with the uh, the time association from Loki, and they were like, this didn't work. Cause if,
1: if you send the more advanced model back to the past, the only reason why they fail with number two is because Sarah Connor knows what to look for. Yeah. And some of the tricks. You go back to number one, none of these tricks are known. He could totally kill them all. Yeah. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wouldn't have been a sequel. Yeah, it wouldn't have been a sequel. <laughs> Uh, we get told there's a big guy on a bike who's also looking for him, and he, um, she says, should we worry about him? And the T-1000 goes, no, I wouldn't worry about him. And the score here is like all minor key and lingering, and I'm like, I, I, am I really supposed to be conflicted about which one's the good guy yet at this point? Because <laughs> I wouldn't be. Because no, you know he's not walking one, no, 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 bad do- to the bone. I'm not getting that for him, am I?
0: Do you know something else, though? Robert Patrick really steals the screen.
1: Oh hang on when I said best actors the shrink I mean Robert Patrick's very good in this. Oh, he yeah. I can't take my eyes off him when he's on the screen. Yeah. Uh, you know what he is? He's a, he's a horror movie character in an action film. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. yeah he absolutely.
1: is he he's a horror villain. He's the villain who you cannot kill. Yeah. 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 Uh, we cut back to um, John who's ripping off an ATM with Ginger mullet boy. Yeah. I like that kid. <laughs> that Ginger mullet boy, he reminds me of the kid that was in Big. I don't remember Big well enough, but another, oh. another Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. No, no, sorry. No, no, I'm getting no, twins no. mixed up. Big, big is Tom big. Hanks. Tom Hanks, yeah. Um, 300 bucks. He, uh, I've got here. Furlong can't act. And maybe Furlong's better when he's opposite adults to help him. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I thought he really struggled when he was with this thing. So it was just, and also, I, Cameron, I don't think, knows how to write for, for, young for kids. what's supposed to be a 10-year-old. boy. Like, he's way older than 10, oh. the way he acts. Yeah. way way we'll older
2: see, we? we
1: will see i do know the ages so i can't i know i know his age so i can't be part of that one um we see uh an old photograph which is the the picture of sarah, sarah from the sarah first from movie the first, yeah. so it's a nice easter egg i mean that's really all it is for yeah, us yeah, yeah. uh what is with the hair on their kids that this this money is just for exposition about how much he hates his mother because wow your mom taught you that she must be pretty cool and he goes, no i hate her she's a loser and just gives us information yeah like where should you go Nah, she sucks and that would be it it's like no you have to sit and listen to three minutes of my of my backstory here and they got 300 bucks at that time is a lot of money it is yeah i'd be buying nintendo's and maybe that's how i got the dirt bike yeah. <laughs> uh, as he drives away on the dirt bike we see arnie on his bike about to follow which was
0: a cool shot it was a very cool shot because yeah. you had the distance shot of them riding yeah. by and then you had him pulling by. That's great.
1: Then we go to Sarah Connor and they're deciphering her dream. She tells us about August 29th, 1997, and says, This is all an old video. They're making her watch footage of herself. She's very
0: calm watching an old video of herself.
1: It's like me editing the podcast, really, is what's happening <laughs> here. I'm just like, Yeah. And then you said, Okay, there we go. Oh, okay. And then Pitt's barking again. Okay, there we are.
3: It's because she's trying to convince them that she's not like that anymore. Yeah. That's why she's crazy. Oh, it's, it's okay. Absolutely.
1: It, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and it's the video. And this is the bad. I know she's supposed to be crazy. But this is like someone who's trying to write for someone to be overly crazy. Yeah. So August twenty nineteen ninety seven. Anyone not wearing two million USF sunblock would be having a pretty bad day. <laughs> like if Nicholas, here's my thing. If you can imagine Nicholas Cage saying the line, "It's too far,"
4: because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can
1: totally see Nicolas Cage going, anyone not wearing two million sunblock be having a pretty bad day. <laughs> And the yeah. eyes get all wide. That should be the Nicolas Cage test. <laughs> Here's our new thing. When is crazy too crazy? If you can believe Nicolas Cage saying
3: it. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Bechtel test, but yeah.
1: just yeah. not quite as good. That, that doesn't pass the Cage test. Um, Sarah Connors just chilled out. She's, I'm much better now. And the doctor says, well, your attitude is much improved. We were told a scene ago she stabbed him in the knee last week. Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And her attitude's much better now. Like, come on. Without that line, you can play this scene. Yeah. But they want her to be both the badass and the one who's like, oh, I really want to see my kid. But it doesn't line up with my, my introduction to the character was that she was violent. Yes. Oh, it's so dumb. Yeah, it was. Um, he, she now claims, oh, she's been working towards the goal of seeing her son. He refuses that option. She claims now there are no Terminators and the company covered up the remnants of a Terminator in the hydraulic press because that was me. But my biggest issue isn't the the covering up of the hydraulic press because that I can believe a company would would go ahead and cover that up. My issue is that in the first movie, as we see later on, uh, they talk about it. He walked into a police station and killed like 15 cops. Yep. How I do mean, you cover he, that up? Exactly. You can't. Uh, we meet Miles Dyson. His assistant wants to show him a Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, I, I have a question for you. As my Pepsi sits in the bottom of the frame of the movie. And you see it full, full glory. Full can, yeah. yeah, yeah full yeah. glory. Perfectly like face. It's like yeah, halfway. Yeah. No. And he says, I want to know. Yeah, I was wondering. I know I'm new. I know I'm new in everything. But. Exposition. Uh, but I want to know. Can I see it? Where is it? And he goes, no, I don't know what you're talking about. No one's allowed to see. Yep. Just don't ask questions. Yeah. Don't ask questions. And it turns out they've got the remnants of a T-100 from the first film, uh, including the hand and a ship. Uh, This role was offered. I I didn't write down who did this role. He was okay. He -hmm. was okay. I'll tell you, it would have been a lot better if they got the first choice. Offered to Denzel Washington. Really? Yeah. Denzel said uh no offense to Jim Cameron but when I read the script I thought all he does is look scared and sweat I had to pass uh, he's got a cool hero yeah. moment but yeah that, yeah that little bit. and he should be a dweeb he should be a science dweeb I 100% agree with that yeah. he shouldn't be the next great action star he doesn't need to be Simon Pegg <laughs> you know what I mean? um, well said but you know he needed to be a sciencey guy but yeah, he, he does come off just looking terrified most of the movie. I think movie.
0: Denzel should have folded his pride a bit there and sort of just, um. Cause he had put more
1: gravitas to it. Yeah, I don't know what he did instead. Yeah. Or if he just took some time off and, and, and hung out with his with his family. I don't know, but. Maybe he was on a training day. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, X marks the spot. <laughs> uh, I was trying to think of something like around that time. <laughs> um, back to the hospital. Um, he, the, the, the shrinks got. Uh, sarah figured out she's just saying what he wants to hear she's terrified of her son being in danger and here's my thought with time travel movies doesn't the fact that kyle gets sent back in time suggest that everything's kind of going along the timeline as it should
3: and that he's not dead
1: yeah because if he would have died yeah you can't send kyle back but kyle's already made it back so it suggests everything works out yeah this is the hard part with these sorts of storylines. Because we talked about the first one, which is if you send Kyle back and Kyle's the one who impregnates her, well, then how did John Connor exist in the first place oh. to send her back? This is called the bootstrap paradox. Oh, it's mind-boggling. When the effect results in the cause. Yeah. But how do you get that first instance to set it up? If you think back to Bill and Ted's Exit Adventure, the first one we did, how did the original Bill and Ted put the keys in the right place so they could find it in the later timeline? It's twisting a melon, man. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> Uh, uh, so the shrink mugs the camera as she's freaking out and goes, model citizen. <laughs> All right. And then we go to the Galleria, and I miss shopping malls.
4: Yeah, no not a thing
1: anymore, I think. Not really. And we get some Subway product placement. We do. We got a lot of Subway product placement in this film. I think I think Pepsi owns Subway, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, but no. Uh, John is playing Missile Command, because he's going to be a future Army leader, mm-hmm. we find out and uh, it says the end rather than game over the end bit ominous and then he flies some planes so i'm like okay he's clearly military minded (laughs) yeah but t1000 spots him and that's it the ginger kid tries to run interference (laughs) he just like shoves him out of the (laughs) way i'm like all (laughs) right ginger mullet.
0: you don't really see him after that do you
1: ginger mullet's done then yeah Yeah, that's the the end of his film (laughs) uh john connor spots the t800 just past the pepsi machine he does and it's, they play the same trick as the first one he runs away from the one he should be who's trying there to protect him yeah, yeah. and at one point like Arnold like grabs his gun and points it and then we cut to like his vision and C 1000 just then comes around the corner I'm like what are you pointing your gun at Arnold Yeah, yeah, yeah. what are you doing <laughs> You can see through walls. Um, so, the roses? why not send this model back to 1984? I've got, as we talked already. And John takes off on a dirt bike. Uh, Robert Patrick, rec- uh, the T 1000, received weapons training under technical expert Uzi Gall and James Cameron. Sorry, Uzi Gall. And James Cameron was so amazed by Patrick's performance, specifically in a shooting scene at the Galleria Mall, that he used the actual footage without having to speed it up in post. Wow. So the speed he's doing it is legitimately the speed he's doing it at. That's incredible. That cool. When there were some things in this film, you could tell we we're getting sped up. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but dirt bike chase. Robert Patrick to get ready for this underwent a rigorous running regimen and was like, "I'm going to challenge myself to only breathe through my nose." Ooh. Ooh. So as a result, then he can run without looking fatigued. Yeah, yeah, Because he's not doing yeah. that. Hey, he's not doing that. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <We just> gotta, <laughs> but he's not doing that. So he's just getting the nose thing. And that's why he's able to run so effectively. Because he did all the running. Actually, when it came to the chasing where he's running after a dirt bike, he was catching up so quickly. They are like, can you run a bit slower? Because <laughs> <laughs> the kid can't get away from you. We need him to do it for the shot. He did, say, he did look he,
3: like he was very close to him. Oh, point. yeah, yeah.
1: So he had to slow down considerably, yeah. So uh, meanwhile, then, we get the chase where we have... John's on the dirt bike. We lose the T one thousand for a bit, but he'll be back. But Arnold then shows up and he's riding a motorcycle. And eventually, we get this three way sort of thing where we have a semi trailer, uh, a lorry they would say in this country. Yeah, uh, we have the dirt bike and we have a motorcycle all running down this. I don't know a storm drain. Storm drain. Uh, so they met, they met Greece along the way. That's right. <laughs> Thunder Road. <laughs> Thunder Road. Uh, Director James Cameron asked Arnold Schwarzenegger if he could make faster turns on the motorbike. Schwarzenegger replied with, not with me on it, Cameron solved it by undercranking every shot, uh, filming with a frame rate slower than 24 frames a second, so that when you sped them up to 24 frames a second, it would look faster than it was. Yeah, yeah. So it was also used in many of the fight scenes between the T-800 and T-1000 to heighten the impact of the punches. John thinks he's safe, and a matte truck goes crashing onto Thunder Road. He's racing for pinks, and I don't mean ownership <laughs> of women. <laughs> uh, which I thought for many years. Um, this is all sorts of ridiculous, and I mean that's a good thing in this case. It's so over the top. This is like James Cameron just going nuts. Yeah, but I mean, I be- in, I believe they, way. I
0: believe they went through that wall and dropped the the yeah, lorry. Sure, um, but I don't believe the bike. Which bike? Arnie's bike. Oh really? The Har- Harley's don't bounce.
1: Oh, you mean when he yeah when he when he jumps down? That, <laughs> that'd that, that, that would that is good. Sp- Um, There must have been some harnesses or something there. The T-800's flipping the gun around and making shots. That's cool. During the sequence, Schwarzenegger was in pain because he could not wear a glove while cocking the gun, so his fingers would get stuck in the mechanism. He tore the skin from his fingers and hand many times before he mastered it, and he frequently hit Edward Furlong with the gun while doing so, (laughs) one time almost knocking the young actor out. He had to do all of this while trying to act and control Harley at the same time, as James Cameron told him where to look. He could not dart his eyes either because it would have ruined the shot shooting the gates took weeks of practice because he also had to act cool while he was doing it that's well, there's that a lot to do and there's a scene where the mac truck undergoes a, an overpass it takes a little bit of it off i'm not going to tell you that was a mistake because it wasn't but it wasn't originally planned and it wasn't until i looked at it I went, well it's not going to measure it's not going to fit and they went well <laughs> what if we make it so it's part of the effects i guess they probably like you know yeah, soldered yeah. off bits of the top so it would come off but yeah it's a cool cool kind of look but not originally in the script
0: and it's nice when rob patrick sits
1: up yeah. <laughs> uh, the T 800, of course, saves John Connor. The Mat truck blows up and the T 1000 survives it. And this is when we start going, oh, shoot, how are they going to kill this guy? Mm. Edward Furlong reminds us it's 1991 by going, time out, time out, <laughs> stop the bike. John figures out here that his mom isn't crazy. (laughs) Let me have the bike, (laughs) car. And he starts talking to himself. Get a grip, John. He goes, you're not here to kill me. I figured that out myself. What, you mean when he grabbed you away from the guy shooting at you repeatedly? You're a smart kid, John Connor. (laughs) He goes, what's going on? He goes, aren't you a Terminator? He goes, yes, but 35 years from now, you reprogram me. That wasn't too
4: bad,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I get the liquid metal thing about the T-1000. I understand that. What I Mm -hmm. don't get is how the memory chips work. In the T1000. Yeah. Yeah. I get yeah. it. In, in like Arnold, yeah, it's, yeah. some location, there's a chip. Good point. When, when, when he goes all to like liquid and then comes back up, where is the memory chip? Where it's is any liquid, of this stuff? Too. Clearly, it's
2: yeah. made of oh. the liquid metal. I was just going, all right. right. That's some real fancy tech.
1: Yep. Suspension of disbelief. Uh, they phone home and he goes, something's weird with my foster mom. She's way too nice. And the dog is barking. Now, this one I'll give you. This is easier if you have seen the first one. Because mm-hmm. they explicitly say that dogs don't like Terminators. Yep. Kyle Reese tells us that. Oh. So when it's barking, it's a it's it's a clue it's a that clue, something's yeah. not right.
2: Maybe that's why Pippin keep, keeps barking. Maybe because
1: we were watching The Terminator. Yeah. That's a good point. Or
2: so, maybe one of you is a Terminator.
1: There we go. So Arnold. It's definitely Liam. <laughs> Arnold is. No, it's not. <laughs> Ar- <laughs> I will not be back. <laughs> Tell you what. Uh, Liam has been known to shed a tear or two during a movie. I think he did during this mm. movie. I did, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we know he can't be a Terminator because. Really? Yeah. Yeah? No, no, hang on. I will challenge you when we get to that point, because yeah, I think it is yeah, tear-worthy. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So he goes, what's your dog's name? And he goes, Max. And he goes, oh because he's mimicking the voice, because Terminator's going do that. How's Wolfie? And he goes, oh, Wolfie's fine. And he goes, your foster parents are dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> move on. I and know. so they, they move on, yeah, they hang up. And so we get shots of 1984, and Sarah Connor's being interrogated, and they're asking if she... Don't you care? Don't you care when all these people are dead? And I'm Like a minute well, ago, you were like, you're crazy for believing in Terminators. I' to tell you for years. Yeah, but she's gone catatonic. Um... And so there's more subway in the background as they're interrogating her. Eat fresh. Uh, and she steals a paperclip and only we get to see this. Yep. Uh, we catch him on the in-between years because um, the movie thinks we need to know this. So we get told by John that she's shacked up with guys. Also, she can learn how to train me and he wants to rescue his mom. but T-800 says no. And then he has a tantrum. But this ends when he finds out the T-800 can play like Simon says with him. Yeah. <laughs> Lift your foot beat up that guy and then he goes to kill him he's like whoa what's wrong with you oh this really annoys me this scene yeah i mean he's I don't... screaming for help yeah and then he
0: and then he, he didn't go sorry guys i got it wrong you know blah 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 no
1: he's like rude to him he's been yeah yeah and again i'm sorry but there's just some bad writing in this what did i have mm-hmm. here uh, i think gets called a dipshit by one of the one of the big guys and he goes a dipshit Mwa! Um, yeah. I got news for you. If you ever refer to yourself as moi you are a dipshit. Are a dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just—it just is. Yeah. Sorry, kid. It is what it is. <sighs> John Connor even lectures T eight hundred on the ethics of killing. I guess beating up random guys is okay. You just can't kill them. Uh, to be fair, I will agree: beating up not as bad as killing. But how about we don't do either? <laughs> but he's yeah, but he's programmed to kill people. But from, Ian's wisdom of the week. Yeah, but from here on in, but T eight hundred is Batman. Yeah. And Batman. He's not allowed to kill. No. No. I'm Batman. All right. Connor orders, uh, John Connor orders the T 800 to help him break his mother out of the hospital. And then this works. It's like some weird, like, I order you to. That's different from, we have to break my mom out. No, I order you. Okay. Yeah. (laughs)
3: It's like, it's like playing like magic wishes with a gene. I've isn't tricked it? you with the
1: exact yeah, words. Yeah. yeah. We go to the hospital for the criminally insane. Uh, this is a real hospital, but not for the criminally insane. So, local residents in Lakeview Terrace held a protest outside the medical center when it was dressed up to be a hospital for the criminally insane. They quickly realized it was, in fact, only a film set and went home. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Imagine if I had a neighborhood and they went, This is now going to be a hospital for the criminally insane. I'd be like, Yeah, I'd rather not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like this. I, no. I I thought it was just a sweet little like you know local village sort of medical center. <laughs> uh, at the hospital, the T one thousand is driving through with credentials. An orderly is licking the face of a comatose, apparently Sarah Connor. Oh, there was no need. But to we this. called this. The minute he does this, is so we're okay with him dying. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah I yeah. thought he was going to die by right. someone else's hand. It turns so, out we need to be okay with Sarah Connor killing someone. Yeah, and that gives her the I'm reason.
3: totally okay with her killing him. Like, There's no need to lick her. That's weird.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, there's no for, for the record, no one's saying it is okay for, for him to liquor. No, I know. No, I'm, okay. just, I'm
3: just going, yeah. But she, this is she, to condition the
1: audience like, so that when she gets to, we need to see how dangerous she can be. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so this is the way we do it. And by having a, 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 an orderly take advantage of her, it makes us go, when he gets his, we go, good. Yeah, yeah. But I should. should emotional emotional I, was actively I am not saying that we should feel badly for the orderly far from it but I'm saying it was constructed for this reason yeah of course yeah, yeah. uh picking locks Linda Hamilton actually learned how to pick locks for the scenes in the mental hospital where she does precisely that with a paper clip
3: I was gonna say it looked quite accurate
1: oh, do you have a lot of experience picking locks
3: I've seen a few videos of lock picking oh, really? yeah, yeah okay I don't know how to do it
1: that's what I would say too. If there's any police officers listening, <laughs> George does not know no, how to I pick locks. I
2: genuinely don't, but I have seen I've seen a few videos. Maybe not police
1: officers, but nothing yeah, wrong with that's listening.
2: <laughs> there's nothing wrong with knowing how to pick locks as long as you don't do it.
1: Yep, as, uh, you can pick your own. <laughs> Yeah, Much like noses. You can pick your own, but don't do anybody <laughs> else's. <laughs> uh, I like that. You lose your keys. You're like, ah, that's all I can pick my own. Pick my own lock. It'd be great. <laughs> uh, back to the hospital. Uh, security guard's getting like a candy bar. or like Coffee. Cup of coffee. And I guess it's got like random poker hands on it. Yes, yeah, yeah. and he says, "Oh, I got a full house. Must be my lucky day." And then he gets a spike through the eye. He uh, turns around, and it's like a version of himself because <laughs> the T one thousand has touched the guy in the sense that the guy he's turned into like a him. pool of water almost. The guys walked on him, and of course, this is played by twins. Yeah, yeah, is what's happened here.
3: Oh, was it? Oh, okay, it, it was, was twins. twins. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, the orderly notices that this is the gross one from earlier. A mop stick is broken, and then is subsequently and this is a technical term beat the shit out of by Sarah Connor. Yes, he is uh, bludgeoned yeah i don't think he's coming up from that i don't think so <laughs> she then does likewise to the doctor there's this bottle of stuff that just says poison in now i know poison has to be carefully marked i have worked in workplaces of industrial chemicals it's not labeled like that though usually it's that like this thing was like yellow and black yeah, uh, diagonal lines i
0: think it's just to show
1: you that you know just
0: so the audience knows it's also a
1: strange place just to like store poison yeah like underneath the bottom tray. Poison. the poison for Cusco. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much uh and so she says there's 215 bones in the human body i've only broken one because she's broken his arm
3: i'm pretty sure as well that that's wrong i'm pretty sure it's 206
1: okay so 215 as a child you were saying mm-hmm.
3: i think so yeah because like not all of the bones in yep. his skull are fused as a child so it's
1: Ali's yeah. in agreement so thank you for joining you you played a sort of kind of doctor once in the jock doc podcast
3: yeah, I was, bit, I was a bit of a witchy
1: doctor, yeah. There you go. So, you go. so take it from our fake medical experts, folks. There's <laughs> 206. Um, John makes him swear he won't kill anyone. Uh, by he, I mean the T-800. The T-800 then shoots the gate guard in the foot or leg and goes, he'll live. Uh, Sarah has a syringe labeled uh, the one with the la- with the poison we saw. The throat of a doctor, and it's already sort of punctured his neck. Now, in reality, it's probably just like a needleless thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, she but he sort does of... come
0: out and sweats later on.
1: Yeah, I don't so, know. So, you know, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Uh, she then runs down a series of doors that lock and then purposely when she realizes they're just going to keep on locking the door behind her, she breaks off a key in the lock. Clever. 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 Very, clever. Very clever. She's not anticipating and why would you? Um, you know, what's about to happen. She sees the T-800 and freaks out and for all As the guff, would. I'm going to give Linda Hamilton in this film and I will. Yeah. I was okay with this scene. Yeah, me too. And if you haven't seen the first one,
0: this is the time you need to know that. So well, obviously, Ar- Ar- Arnie in the first
1: one was the bad guy. Yeah, but yeah. people don't. If you've never seen anything in the first, you wouldn't know, would you? Uh, I think you would when They've the scene. mentioned Enough of it when they're interrogating her and show her the pictures from 1984 and the picture from today. Okay, so when I watched it the first time, I didn't need anybody to smarten me up. I figured it out pretty quickly what what have occurred. Okay, well I, saw the I was first still one confused. All right, okay. Yeah. Um, and so. None of the orderlies, she's like, "He'll kill us all," and none of the other orderlies even acknowledge Arnold exists. Nope. I'm sorry, big guy with sunglasses and a shotgun. I'm paying attention. Yeah, same. You guys got her because we we got someone coming here, and he basically like defeats all the orderlies and really Silverman quick. And it's just standing there. He's maybe,
3: standing. maybe this is all just a dream in her head. Because she actually is psychopathic, and that's why they don't all see
1: him. Interesting. Maybe she died at the beach and drowned. Yeah. and Went off Ran in the car. In the up beach, up to, yeah. yeah. Uh, off yeah. to heaven. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and he goes, come with me if you want to live, which is said to her by Kyle Reese in the first one. It so is. it's a nice Easter egg. In the night, in the night club, yeah. uh, I got there ain't no chains on me because T-1000 walks through the cell, but it's a great little joke when his gun gets caught. I love that. Love that's it. a nice little moment for some comedy, which you might it not expect so that to happen. Yeah. It was funny, this film. Yeah, it's places. got moments of levity. Yeah, it yeah. does.
3: I was actively quite loud watching this film, you were. and that's not, it doesn't happen often, so <laughs> I, I enjoyed it.
1: They run to the elevator, and a gunshot blows the head of a T 1000 in two, and it's a great shot. Oh. And that's the, fr- and that, this is when you're going, how are they doing this? Yeah. Ellie, what was your thought on the whole T 1000, and the special effects thereof?
2: uh yeah i suppose i liked that
1: because that was, a, that was yeah. a former discussion i was like oh i kept going i wonder how ellie's gonna feel this, about this because this is your thing is kind of you know that middle point of filmmaking where cgi is getting implemented but is it convincing yeah.
2: none of the cgi bothered me in this film well, there
1: you go oh, i thought it was amazing. that's high praise
2: uh, yeah i really enjoyed it so, about the highest praise this film's gonna get from
1: this, <laughs> so. <laughs> nice. so uh and there, let me go to the audio. I mentioned everything in this film is pretty much recorded in post for the audio. Yeah, yeah. But dialogue is like the only thing that remains. Oh, okay. And we even heard that Edward Furlong's is raised a level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like anytime you heard a foot shuffle to a bag to, like Foley's a lot of sound in most films, that I know, but everything got redone and especially with guns. So if it was a uh, a, sh- like a handgun, they would replace it with the sound of a shotgun. If it was a shotgun, they'd replace it with cannons. So everything sounded bigger Bigger. and more and and more dangerous. But there's like no authentic sound except for dialogue in this film.
2: Love to
3: be a Foley artist. Foley artist to be so cool. You want to earn
1: your money on this film? That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially coming up with all different sound effects. So you know what
3: stabbing usually is?
1: What potato? uh,
3: No, it's usually a watermelon.
1: Oh, I did know that. Yeah. I did know that. Uh, there is an elevator shootout, and according to director James Cameron, Linda Hamilton suffered permanent hearing loss in one ear during the elevator shootout because she took her earplugs out after a take and forgot to put them back in. Oh my god! Well, that's, uh,
3: you can't really blame the no. set for that, then, can you?
1: Oh, I don't think she is. No, yeah. no, but yeah, it's just like... Sorry, what? Another <laughs> <laughs> take? What? Sorry. <laughs> yeah um <laughs> that's out, right we'll put it in after <laughs> outside the hospital the command they commandeer a police vehicle and the t1000s in pursuit john reloads the gun for sarah originally they were gonna have john connor shoot the gun and they Ooh. thought maybe we shouldn't have the child because no. mind children will watch this film yeah and i don't think you want the child handling a gun i don't think that plays well
3: no and there's already that s- bit with the two boys later, later yeah.
1: yeah 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 so um but T-1000 makes it to the back of the car. And at this point, I'm going, if he doesn't kill John, he's he, like, this is, how much easier can you get? You're on the back of the car. Yep. Uh, Arnie then manages to shoot him off. And all that's left is this one little piece of like, now hardened steel Yeah. on the back there. And he gets rid of it. Because I don't know what the rules would be. Would it be like, a, is it like, like a mini transformer when like a little bit can walk around in the pendant? I
3: like that you, like you're, I was like, why would he not just keep it? Because then surely that's a bit of him that, he then can't like have, he'd like have a missing hand for the rest of it. And you went, yeah, but what if you didn't know that? or that wasn't the rules and actually it just created a mini team a, a T-1000, like, 1000 T-1000. Like, you like don't know that, you that don't really do you. made me laugh like the thought of like just, just a, a like, hand
1: no i'd be throwing it away
3: like a yeah. one like a 1/12th 1000 51000 like that's hilarious have you seen this boy <laughs> <laughs> it, it reminds me of i watched, once watched a cake ba- decorating program this does link in don't worry and it was a horror cake that they were making and i remember it was when i was quite young and so horror things still really got me and i did not like them and they were making a cake with zombies on and so the one they cut to like one of the they do like a talking head and one of the bakers is like zombies like yeah you can get away from them like to a certain extent they're big they have can't get through places but he was like imagine zombies that were this big they could crawl under doors they'd crawl through lots mm-hmm. they do this that, and the other and it just it freaked me out well, this is back to, eternally
1: <laughs> this is back to my theory but the c1000 is a horror villain yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, because you don't know. So get rid of it because yeah. it could be something. We don't know the rules. And nope. as a result, there's the strength in the storytelling on that front.
3: Ace of Cakes, I think the program was.
1: It. For all your cake baking needs, uh, they're in the clear. And Sarah lectures John about saving her, and that he has to be more clever. Again, I'm going. Doesn't the fact that he sends the Terminator in the future suggest that this is still the right move? Yeah. That you're fulfilling as much as she wants to go, but there's no such thing as fate. This movie pretty much runs down that line. Mm-hmm. Because how do you prove? Because the fact that he's here means that Kyle Reese had to make it back, which means he had to be sent there by John Connor, which means that it all works out okay anyway. Yep. <sighs> so the bootstrap paradox uh sarah and the t-800 patch each other up uh this is where like people got it on in the first movie but not happening here um the more contact that t-800 has with humans we find out the more that he learns there's a nice graphic match as arnold is guarding the front and he's holding the gun and it's dark and then we just cut to daylight and he's still in the same position to suggest he will never stop protecting nope no and he never sleeps he never gives up nope never stops uh, they head south. Edward Furlong teaches the T-800 how to speak uh, in 1991. It feels very Michelle Tanner from Full House. You ever watch Full House? No. Ellie, you ever watch Full House? No,
2: nope, don't even know what it is. Anybody
1: watch Fuller House? I don't know. Anyway, no, no, no. I
2: know what it is, but I've not seen it. It's the at
1: the beginning of the pod. Huh? It's the graphic yeah, at the beginning it, of the pod that you played. The the audio clip. Yeah, the audio yeah. clip, yeah. Um, so Michelle Tanner was, was like a four-year-old, and the way they got around, she was, it was a big hit. It was a family-friendly it was three guys all moving in together to raise the one guy's three daughters. So that's the gimmick. And the youngest was played by twins, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, older sisters hey, of Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen. And they would just cut to her and she'd say things like, you got it, dude. And yeah, I've, I've seen a things lot Things like yeah. that. So this just felt like they're like, ah, it works perfectly for that girl. And that Let's just teach the robot all those sayings. Yeah, so nice. he teached them like these things that date the movie instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what does he say? No problemo? Yeah. Um Dickwad. Dick <laughs> And there's a later, a great, you know, give me five lesson. And I'm just like, oh. Love it. Da-
3: that's, that still stands. Children it's, still do that. Do they? Up cute. high, down low. Oh, the, too yeah. slow. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that still stands.
1: Down below, you're too slow. Yeah. And there's another word usually after that. With a swear word <laughs> yeah. uh, so um, you go too slow. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll bleep it out. <laughs> but you go up high, you're down low, too slow.
2: <laughs> I've no, literally never heard no, that. No, yeah, that that didn't make it. What, that that really? didn't make it across. No.
3: <laughs>
1: We're obviously much more edgy in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know how those Canadians are. I think we should keep that in. Oh, um then we go to a rest stop and kids play with guns in slow motions the movie's telling me that this is bad I'm i mean like, these I, kids are like really aggressively playing was with these on, guns i
3: was on edge because i was like are they real are they is one of yeah. these two-year-olds gonna shoot the other two-year-old like it, it got me
1: and this is where we get like john connor we're not gonna make it are we who's not humans i'm like that's a pretty big leap mm. um to
3: be fair though I don't think we're going to make more than about 200 years at the rate we're going, so...
1: There's some positivity. Uh, the man the most responsible for Skynet is Miles Dyson. We get the history of Skynet uh, that was developed on August 4th, and by August 29th, it's already self-aware and is causing problems. They try to pull the plug on Skynet, and much like the lawnmower, man, it fights back. It does.
3: I, When they first mentioned Skynet in this film, I went oh that's where skynet's from because it's like a bit of a meme now like yeah yeah skynet like be taking over the world is is a meme i didn't know even know that it was from terminator
1: there was a thing in the mid 90s where we were supposed to be afraid of computers because they would take over the world eventually you know what i say to this every
0: time when people say to me why are you scared of technology i refer back to terminator 2
1: liam you Mm -hmm. constantly post pictures of your face and put it on that face swapping app i've done that for weeks (laughs) <laughs> that's Six not months. true that's not true because you set one out the other day that when I've done this in a while <laughs> and you put it out there that was two weeks ago <laughs> uh, Sarah catches up with Enrique who's Enrique a guy we need to have show up so he can Isn't get guns is he
0: one of the guys she went with to understand guns and stuff sure one, one of in Connor's, actuality
1: we just need her to stop somewhere and get saying, some guns I, One I of think Connor's that is what father figures. we're
3: supposed to think that he is, but right. I don't think it's explicitly said at any point. No, his
1: purpose is just look. She's got a friend, yeah,
3: a friend okay. with guns and a truck. Woo! Yeah,
1: guns. Because, we need this is the part where, like, if you're playing a video game, you reach like your like rest spot where you get all you go to shops and get the guns you need for the next mission. Because he never
0: touches what she's stored. Everything is what she's stored is under the ground, isn't yeah. it? And it, she, he knew she'd come back someday.
1: Yeah. So I and think, she's got like an like an arsenal set up for like a small militia. Yeah. Yeah. So I love the Gatling gun is great. Yeah. Uh, they pull the plug and... Oh, sorry, I mentioned it already. already. Uh, they call to the T-800 Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob. quite like Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob. Uh, they bring out tequila, which felt like a strange... We're really about to go ahead and load up. Let's get loaded in more than one way. Has anybody else seen Genesis, the last one? Nah, this is the
0: last one I've seen. I'm sure they call him Uncle Bob in that. But anyway. Uncle Bob picks up a baby.
1: Just like with one
2: hand. <laughs> it's a brilliant it shot. By his dungarees,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the kid's face that I like. We find out Uncle Bob and nephew John are on weapons detail and mom has now swapped to an army green tank top and the boys find the arsenal. Um, at which point... Aunty um, stands with a Gatling gun. More me. Yeah. <laughs> and John's saying, I wish I could have met my real dad. And the t hunters like, you will. He goes, well, yeah, when I'm 45, kind of messes with your head. Yeah, it does. It twists your melon. And this is the bootstrap paradox we're talking about, Yeah. yeah. Uh, cause he's, when I meet him, he's like, I'll be 45 and Kyle Reese is going to be like 26 when he goes back in time. Like yeah. he's not very old. No. Uh, but T 800 wants to know why people cry. At this point, Georgia went, I called it. He's going to cry at the end. <laughs> uh, but T 800 doesn't get it. He goes, I don't know why you cry. Uh, and then it's, everything's fixed. They fix the car. They do. Give me five. We've talked about that. Sarah watches and all office goes on. She does a monologue. So I thought I'd give us some music underneath it so we could... I like the monologue. Watching John with the machine, it was suddenly so clear. The Terminator would never stop. It would never leave him, and it would never hurt him, never shout at him, or get drunk and hit him, or say it was too busy to spend time with him. It would always be there, and it would die to protect him. Of all the would-be fathers who came and went over the years this thing, this machine was the only one who measured up in an insane world. It was the sanest choice. <laughs> I get goosebumps just listening. I'm going to give my version of that much better than Linda Hamilton. She sucked in that. That gives me goosebumps. Linda Hamilton should not be allowed in a studio with just a microphone and said just emote. Because she doesn't, she can't emote. To be fair, I'm not really, I am listening to what she's saying, but it's more the visuals. The visuals are the thing we're supposed to be paying attention to. right? But yeah. the first thing is, he would never get drunk and hit him. And I'm like, this is, this is the bar?
3: This is- <laughs> <laughs> There's a brilliant thing that goes around Facebook at the moment that is, uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's a stereotype about men just being awful, especially on like dating profiles online and on, like Tinder and that sort of thing, which a lot That's of them because they've
2: always got fish.
3: Yeah, because they're holding fish or that sort of thing. Anyway, um a lot of men on uh, pose with like a fish they've caught. Oh, like, like is, them, fishing. Is a, yeah, yeah. It's the most yeah. masculine thing yeah, I can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But like the and, it, the and in
2: actuality is like, uh,
3: nope. The tag, <laughs> the tag group that goes round. There's a lot of different variations of it, but my favourite one is like the bar is so low, it's a tavern in Hades, and men are still <laughs> taking a spade. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, uh, we have a nightmare where she's at a playground watching a version of herself play uh, with someone in a nuclear fire and Linda Hamilton's son, Dalton Abbott, appears as the toddler John Connor in Sarah's Nuclear Nightmare. Wow. So they're, wow. I didn't know
0: that.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's her actual kid. So that's quite cool. Oh. And we get to see her looking like she does in the first film. Now, I don't know if that's our special guest who I'll talk about later on in the film or oh, not. Do you want to talk about her? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what survives a nuclear fallout? I don't that is, you know. Oh, maybe it is. Uh, Special effects guru Stan Winston and his crew studied hours of nuclear test footage to make Sarah Connor's nuclear nightmare scene look as realistic as possible. A miniature LA was made to simulate the scene. At which point, one of you guys went, you can tell that's a model. Well, yeah, of course, they're going to blow up Los Angeles for the film, are they? Well, (laughs) no, but with, no, okay, bear with me, right?
0: Yep. The T-1000 looks fucking amazing. Yep. Right? And the visual effects is out of this world for its time, right? And then you get that. Are
1: you in like this? no a miniature I like this I I thought it was all right. some of the materials used in the miniature that mimicked all the destroyed masonry were mat sauce crackers and shredded wheat (laughs) brilliant after each take it would take on average two days to set the model back up to shoot again in late 1991 members of several US federal nuclear testing labs unofficially declared it the most accurate depiction of a nuclear blast ever created for a fictional motion picture Mm -hmm. the special effects team members have stated several times that no scene they've worked on since has received an equivalent amount of praise or emotional feedback from viewers
3: It was really good. I liked
1: bits of it. I didn't like bit where, like, the buildings were being blown
0: up and the bus was flying over. No. It just didn't didn't look right to me. The Pompeii effect, I liked. Where everything was just on fire. Where it was on fire and they turned to ash. Yeah, that was cool. That that was clever. That's the shredded wheat.
3: Yeah, (laughs) that was cool. I really liked the the buildings being, like, blown over and... Burnt because it reminded me of a project I did in primary school where we made like paper mache houses and lined them up and then put a fire at one end and it was like the Great Fire
1: of London. So the thing you liked most about this part of Terminator 2 was it reminded you of primary school.
3: <laughs> Just that one specific thing that we did. Dun, 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 dun. Also, I had a moment I think it was childhood. When it, when it first came up at the beginning of like the, the like flashbacks or flash forwards or whatever it is. the little springy horses that are in the playground and I was like there's four of them it's like the four horses of the apocalypse that's like right in the, yeah in the all in the fire and it's just four like instead of actual horses or demons on horses it's just like different like ride on spring <laughs> spring things that you get well, in a park I was going to say
2: isn't it the four horsemen of the apocalypse not the four horses well they're yeah. going ride horses they're don't they they're ride horses <laughs> horses as well yeah They've just lost their
1: men. That's right. It's that bad. Um, <laughs> They're all in the tavern in hell.
2: <laughs> They've gone with
1: their spades. Sarah has carved no fate in the table and emerges from the camper van looking pretty badass. And then she leave, then leaves John of a T-800 behind. Yeah. Leaves uh, for dust. No fate. We find out no fate's what we make it. And John goes, my father told her this. He just like emotes when we need to get information to the audience. Mm-hmm. I like, just say something to a T-800, would you? <laughs> so John swears to make this a thing in the future. I'm going to tell Kyle. So he'll tell her. The boys figure out she's headed to Miles Dyson, and he goes, "She's gonna blow him away." John wants to save his mom and stop her from killing Dyson. And supposed to be a bit screechy. Is this
0: the uh, Foley afterwards, or whatever they do when they? Or they oh, no, because the desert was one of the earliest things that
1: the, the uh, shot. Okay, yeah, that
0: was really, really like ooh, hurt my eardrums.
1: They said you haven't still figured out why it's not okay to kill people, and then we go to Dyson's house, and it's a really weird follow shot on a remote control monster truck. I don't know, Which saves Miles' life because he bends over to pick it up, and the the, the laser scope we see uh, shoots everything else, but but him
3: equally as well. There's a it's a remote control that does stuff later, isn't it? So what? A bit of foreshadowing. Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah remote control. The original oh,
3: okay. plan for the bomb is
0: yeah, oh, okay, is
1: remote control. Yep. Uh, Miles' wife is played by S.E. Patha Merkerson, who was on Law and Order for many years. So I just want to shout out there. Dun dun. Uh, Miles is shot by <laughs> Not Sarah.
3: Dun dun. dun, dun.
1: Huh? Not Not, dun, dun, dun 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 dun. Just bum bum. Uh, and she goes, "Nobody fucking move!" And then the kid like dives on his dad. <laughs> Which. You would. Well, absolutely. It was just. And who's going like, to shoot How, how no bad one. at her job is Sarah Cotter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. shoot him. The family's doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Sarah can't follow up and she won't shoot him. Like, I'm sorry. If you're going to go, I know it takes a lot, but if you're convinced that this is the right move, how do you. I hate to be dark. How do you not. Pull, pull the trigger here. Yeah, how do you not switch? I up? judge her you, for not pulling the trigger here. I he's,
3: think it's because like the original time she was going to shoot him, she's at a distance and it's through a scope and it doesn't feel real. He's when surrounded you're like, by he's his family. Yeah, you get right that on top. It's of detached, him. but you're in his yeah. home.
1: I understand all this, but if if it's real, this is like it's it's the, it's the it's the trolley car thing, isn't it? You got to shoot one guy in his house surrounded by his family to save three billion people. Oh. Now I know it's easy to say it. Around, hopefully, I'll never be in the situation. Right. I'm banking I won't, but I would like to think that I would go. <laughs> I'm really sorry, bang. <laughs> or here's the gun, do you want to do it? Yeah. But please don't shoot me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Although I think it's why, in the couple of scenes, time we're okay with what happens to him.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, and so uh, then we get the T 800. The T 800 shows up and does some first aid. And uh, they're asked, Who are you people? And John's like, Come on, Timmy. Let's go to your room. And like nobody questions this. No, this and is how, weird. And how
0: come the T eight hundred knows first aid?
1: He's got schematics. He's got like. Useful, he's got like
0: you know unlimited knowledge in there. Oh, Okay.
1: That is they all know you how to like to fix
0: trucks and all sorts of Fly things. Like helicopters, yeah. Yeah, if drive they're, cars. If, if they're designed to kill humans anyway. What would
1: you want to say? He was reprogrammed. Ah, okay. There we go. <laughs> Not too often I get one that quick. No. <laughs> Um, Miles Cotton's on to what's occurring, and there's more voiceover greatness from. Oh, uh, you can give some more. Cool. Yeah, let's do some more. She says, "It's not every day you find out you're responsible for three billion deaths." He took it pretty well. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> joke. The look on his face, tells you that? <laughs> uh, he goes, "You're judging me on things I haven't even done yet." You know, how are you supposed to know? Which is fair, but you know, because we're here. Yeah. Because we've sent a guy from the future.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's like, well, then fine, I'll, st- I'll quit. And they go, like, oh, is that enough? Because people will follow on from your work. It's got to be destroyed. And they figure out, tonight. Oh, okay. So they've got to destroy the chip. It's at Cyberdyne, not to be confused with Sensodyne, mm-hmm. which, which
3: it was several times. Two watching.
1: <laughs> Another one. The future. Always so clear to me has become like a black highway at night we were in uncharted territory now making up history as we went along <laughs>
3: All <laughs> said, whilst they were driving down a black highway,
1: yeah, it was a little like on the nose, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. Um, so they have to break into Cyberdyne because they break in, they can't access the stuff because they trigger all the alarms. Thankfully, John's got his magic doohickey from earlier, doohickey, yeah, because the most you know, the most secure place on the planet, yeah. runs with like the same four-digit pin system mm-hmm. that a bank ATM does, yeah. Thing. Which,
2: by the way, really annoyed me earlier on because he kept saying "pin number."
1: Because a pin is a number? Is that why it's, it's the redundancy? N stands
2: for number. Yeah, it's yeah. personal identification number.
1: Cool. Uh, it's
2: like an ATM machine. A it?
1: really sweaty man gets yeah. one scene where he goes, "Give us all the help you can get." Mm. He was really sweaty. He was. Uh, but C one thousand makes it to Miles's house, and like the, the papers are still burning up. Only just burning. Yeah, room. like this isn't like a log you got to throw on the fire. As <laughs> soon as it's lit, these things are done. Yeah, gone. And why did they have like a steel garbage can? Um...
3: You mean you don't keep one of those? No, properties? I don't have one in the backyard. Because
1: I, I think they burn bodies. Why wouldn't what, <laughs> Why wouldn't a super high tech guy have a burn barrel on yeah, his? Of site? Course, huh, you know.
0: maybe it has a makeshift barbecue.
1: <sighs>
3: maybe it was to get rid of any like confidential stuff that he didn't want. Well, to I'll tell time you
1: time. what, Sarah Connor kind of blew everything else up when she was trying to shoot him. She went.
3: Those computers. She went yeah.
1: over the top. She tended uh, T1000s. Uh, said that he hears that Sarah Connor's at the Cyberdyne building. So at Cyberdyne, the magic doohickey works. Easy money. And I just went, I wonder what the mullet kid's doing now. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he sort of got the $300. <laughs> the adults are setting up explosive materials. And uh, this is where... They ask Edward Furlong to carry the movie for like two seconds. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, this is bad. I better go tell. Oh, hey, guys, we got the police here. And where'd they get them oil drums with the... Uh, I don't know. Just yeah. Why do you have explosive materials yeah. just laying around the office yeah. in barrels? Well, yeah, you? He seems to have access to barrels. Everything he wants. <laughs> <laughs> you he's know a what? criminal mastermind genius. Can't, I can't tell you we're going to pay a huge amount of cyberdome. You get all the barrels you can use. <laughs> to
3: be fair, I'm going to go with the... I'm just going on, on a whim here, but I'm going with the fact that because Cyberdyne is such a um, it probably is quite controversial and there's probably people trying to steal their tech and those sorts of things if it was ever like under threat they would just blow it just, all up.
1: Just, okay, fair enough. Which is
3: why they've got those there.
1: Um, the adults are, there we said, the police are here and um, Arnold is told, don't kill anyone. He says, trust me. And he goes out with the Gatling gun in this great little scene where he like destroys every cop car around. And the cops are still standing. And not one cop, I And mean, just to get clarification, it says on his screen, zero casualties. Yep. Okay.
3: And we had a debate about what is murder and what is manslaughter. Yeah, because if,
1: if he shoots and someone <laughs> trying to run away from the gunfire actually runs into it is that murder. Now, technically, no, because he wasn't intending on killing them, but good luck convincing the judge, no, no, Your Honor, I was shooting near the people, not at the people, yeah. just near them. I didn't
2: intend I was was to kill It was never my them. intention while firing shots.
1: a gun at a massive, near a mass of people was never my intention everybody would get hurt. Nope. No. <laughs> I guess
2: it depends whether you were anticipating the likelihood of them actually running into the gunfire.
1: Despite that 15 minutes ago, I shot a guy in the leg, that one I meant to have happen. In mm-hmm.
2: In the leg. In the leg. Yeah. So if you shot someone in
1: the leg, it wouldn't be murder either. Well, no, but we were talking about murder and mass- But the idea can't. being that you've established you're a violent individual, yeah. So it makes your story even like less plausible.
3: He could have shot him in the head then and didn't.
1: Your Honor, my client could have shot <laughs> him in the head, <laughs> but chose not to before he opened fire on a whole mass of people. Just so we're clear, but if he
2: shot, if he shot him in the leg and he died, it still wouldn't be murder. Why not? Because he didn't intend if for. Because didn't die. intend to kill him. It would be manslaughter.
1: It's manslaughter. Him. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. This was
3: the argument we were having. No, the argument you were having
1: was it was premeditated. And yeah, I went no. no. I,
3: I I've used the wrong word because if
1: Liam, you know, if Dan Mackle says something and Liam gets angry and like kills arr, me, arr, which you know, arr. that's that's not that's that's still murder.
3: Yeah, yeah, because he now, intended if, to do it. If
1: Liam throws the Funko Pop of Bret Hart at my head and I <laughs> and it knocks me over and I crash my head into the door and I die, that's manslaughter. Because Liam wasn't yeah. trying to kill me in that moment.
3: He was just trying to throw Bret Hart at you. Yeah, which might kill you. but the
1: real one. Ironically, he's called the hitman. He is <laughs> so. There we go. Um, so uh, outside. So back in the elevator. Apology. Oh, where am I at here? Uh, where, where oh, here are we, we are. Oh, so John and Miles. My- John and Miles get the gear. Yep. And uh, we get told. John goes. We've got Skynet by the balls now. Let's book. <laughs> Who writes this? Oh no. Uh, Sarah good. asks Miles for the detonator. The police flat out waste Miles. They open the door, and they just open fire. No, nothing was there. It was just like open no, fire on them. nothing. Like, I'm so, no, From their perspective, they've just had Arnold open fire on all of them. Yeah. So maybe, because they don't know he's trying to miss. No. Maybe they're, just, they're really lucky.
0: <laughs>
1: all the cars are completely destroyed and damaged, yeah.
0: but we're, we're, we've come unscathed.
1: Except for the helicopter, of course. Yeah. Uh, and they waste Miles somehow. He's still alive. Man, this guy's having a bad night. Uh, Sarah is saved of a T 800. She tells John to get down, and I'm like, Hey, that's Arnold's line. Get down, get down. I want her to say it like that. Uh, <laughs> Miles tells the cops he can't hold it much longer because he's there with the detonator. Yeah, he's there, and them he go. lets them get out of there, even though they've just killed him. Oh.
3: And he lets them out, and it's really quite powerful.
1: No disrespect to the man playing the role. I'd love to see what Denzel would have done with that. Yeah, yeah, so, um. And the guy who's playing the head of... The, uh, Ellie, have you seen Breaking Bad? No. Oh, dang <laughs> it. I'm trying to think of something else the guy's been in. This is Dean Norris. Dean Norris who plays... the
3: Breaking Bad guy? He's the guy from Breaking, Bad, Breaking who's Bad who's the...
1: No, he's not the Breaking Bad guy. Oh, no, okay. no, no. He's the brother-in-law. He's like the um, main kind of obstacle we think is going to happen. He plays... Oh, what was he in recently? I'm trying to remember. Dang it. Anyway, he's the cop in, in Little Miss Sunshine who pulls him over. The bald guy, the, yeah. So uh, this is him in a very small role very early on in his nice career. So yeah. There, yeah. Um, and so, you know, some self-sacrifice to save the cops who killed you. You know, Miles is a good man. He's yeah, trying to save but humanity. again, like
3: you kind of go yeah i've just been told that i i'm, I'm responsible, responsible for, for 3, billion three billion people deaths you, yeah. i'd like to think in that situation i
1: can die I no one would. i've done some good
3: yeah, yeah. I, I would take one for the team as it were
1: back in the elevator there's some gas that's trying to choke him out uh arnold says i'll be back so we can use that on all the mar- merch mm-hmm. and marketing he shoots all the cops but doesn't kill anyone he's a good egg <laughs> uh he then shoots the armored security van sorry shoots i mean drives the armored security van into the lobby and smuggles out the corners Outside Sensodyne, not Cyberdyne, but Sensodyne, the T-1000
4: has
1: commandeered. I know, I was having a joke there. The T-1000 commandeer is the police chopper. And he tells the guy to get out, which is a callback again. It's a little Easter egg to movie number one. Mm-hmm. The chopper is chasing the armored van and then flies underneath the overpass. Tell me they did that. Legit. Wow. That's cool. The stunt pilot's also the guy who gets thrown out of the chopper in the scene. So is he got he? his face on camera. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. He plays the unfortunate pilot who's forced to jump off the helicopter, also performing the stunt where the helicopter flies under an overpass in the final chase scene. A camera car would be driving the steady cam operator close to the helicopter to capture close-up shots, but the camera crew refused to film it because it was too dangerous. Dangerous.
3: so that's when you want a stunt cameraman which i think is a thing now <laughs>
1: i'll tell you what there was a superhero here today oh, wow. director james cameron filmed the shot himself wow. twice wow. once with the camera car behind it and once in front of it
3: Note that he didn't fine do it. i'll didn't, do it didn't yeah, make yeah, that yeah. do several takes though
1: <laughs> how many times can you fly a? I think, think a <laughs> risk factor like you don't want to fly a helicopter underneath a bridge that many times yeah, that's tempting fate that is isn't it so no let's, <laughs> let's bring it towards the end, uh, literally in a sense. Uh, Sarah Connor's shot, Arnie hits the brakes, and the T-1000 crashes the chopper into the back of the truck, and it blows up. The armored car flips over, and they both commandeer vehicles. The T-1000 commandeers a lorry full of liquid nitrogen, the T-800, uh, some sort of pickup truck with like a chicken coop on the back or something. Didn't we have refer yeah, a refer back to that earlier?
3: It was a garden shed, because it was a garden in. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah.
1: Wasn't, he in, it, wasn't he
0: in there earlier? Where? I remember seeing... Have that, that vehicle he uses, I'm sure I saw it earlier in the movie. Really? I'm pretty sure I did. They
3: okay. do come to, back to it a couple of times here, but quite close to each other. Oh, so okay. Might
1: I'm pretty sure I saw it earlier. Uh, John is told to drive, which is why I think you like him so much, Liam, is because this is teenage escapism. I'm with a robot. We're shooting people. Now I'm driving a car and I'm skipping school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is you. It is. (laughs) Uh, T-800 fires a machine gun full of bullets into the T-1000. That was cool. He gets right up on the hood of the lorry and like just shoots him and then grabs the wheel and crashes the lorry. Yeah, that's good. Liquid nitrogen goes everywhere inside a steel plant that they've come into. Uh the t one thousand freezes and breaks into pieces at this point, George is starting to cheer. I loved <laughs> yeah, I, I loved how learn. he was so driven he was breaking smash himself. Him. Yeah, you know, hey, he, driven. He was determined he was well, not gonna stop. It's the thing, you will not stop until the job is done, yeah. even to your own detriment, it turns yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, I yeah.
3: was I was kinda going, smash him, smash him, smash him like a banana! And then we get a with a banana
1: And then we get of Vista, baby, and he shoots him and he shatters, and you think it's over. Mm-hmm. The effect of a T-1000 freezing and breaking up was achieved by filming shots of an amputee fitted with prosthetics and of Robert Patrick with his real limbs buried underneath the set. So clever editing makes the effect appear almost seamless. It was. It it looks looks really good. It does. It does. The final fight, the T-1000 reassembles and literally, I think, Georgia went, how do you beat this guy? (laughs) Uh, I was like,
3: take some of the pieces t800 <laughs>
1: tells john just get a broom and like sweep him like in different directions <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how you beat this guy uh, but t800 tells john to go uh he punches the t1000 in the head and the punch goes right through his head and then he morphs his into his hand to pull it around so yeah that's really cool. it's really cool uh t800 loses a hand if a t1000 gets away because his hand gets caught in like some
3: like a cog system like a cog yeah. system
1: that's the best way to put it yeah uh Sarah Connor shoots the T-1000 in the head and we get this great shot from behind. We see her through the hole in the head.
3: And the hole then goes...
1: <laughs> yeah, that was, that it's was, a cool shot. That was a cool shot, yeah. Uh... T 1000 puts a blade through Sarah's shoulder, and I was going to hang on. Every other person, you've like killed them in the head. And then he goes, Call John. I'm like, Oh, that's why you can't kill her. <laughs> but at this point, he's touched her, so he can go ahead and do this anyway. Yeah, he can morph into her. So I don't really know what the answer is on that, but apparently the story it needs her to be alive. That ability. Yeah. Uh, but T 800 slices the T 1000 from behind, and the T 1000 slams Arnie with a steel girder in the head, including the face twice and this is where that, we get like, the red eye and oh, his face all
0: disintegrated That, that, that looks. Horrible. and
1: the first film told us the red eye and it going out is the sign that he's dead where yeah. being alive is where it stays on uh, the final fight scene between the two Terminators, the set was dressed with rubbers. So the actors will not hurt themselves when being flung around. The damaged Terminator look in the climax of the film took five hours to apply and an hour to remove. Wow. I'm not wow.
3: surprised. That did look really good.
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger's young daughter screamed the first time she saw his face mask to show up to the robotics that under, are underneath the skin tissue. So there we go.
3: It was, it, it's impressive because obviously the, prosthetics are on top of his skin but they it made it look yep, like they were good. under it was really good uh, why Ar- would you
2: show that to his young daughter
0: well she probably showed up that took so long to get into makeup yeah. that maybe you know in between takes he can get to see her so who knows bet she didn't
1: happen more than once no <laughs> uh and then arnold uh so he gets here with this the thing and his, his light goes out and we think he's dead and then they do the bit, where they cut back to him later and the eye flickers and comes back on. It says alternative own. power. And I'm like, this, this is a bit of a, it like takes this is a bit of a shortcut in it. Like
3: steel power plant or something. It like, He's
1: got his own yeah. like generator. He's government. got his own like secondary battery. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I wish my iPhone had this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so. Arnie reaches for the gun and is punctured by the steel bar. He's dead. Nope, psych. Uh, Sarah Connor is calling for John over and over again. If a T 1000 impersonates Sarah. Liam, who plays the other Sarah? Is this CGI? What is this? No, this is her twin sister. Her twin sister, Leslie hey, hamilton cool. Geary yeah. was in some shots that required two people looking like Sarah, including the scene where Sarah and John perform repairs on the Terminator's head, which was deleted, but restored in the extended edition, which we did not watch. And in some of the shots where a 1000 impersonates Sarah. She plays which other version of Sarah is furthest away from the camera? So sometimes she's sense. the T one thousand, and sometimes she's real Sarah. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd so think, clever. Can isn't? you imagine though if you were like obviously Linda Hamilton's like she's like an, she's an actress. is what she wants to do. Well, apparently, sister, yeah, oh yeah. And her twin sister's like I don't know. She's like some sort of vet or doctor, and then she gets the call like, "Can you come and do this?
2: No, I need okay. to have I a body double. I think her sister <laughs> is
0: actually her stunt double.
2: Ah, okay, but like, imagine if, if yeah, she yeah, yeah. if she wasn't like that's yeah, yeah. that's hilarious, and also having to be a stunt like having to be a stunt double for that when she's spent so long working out as well. Talk about like, what like, if what if she was just a little bit tubby?
1: I know. <laughs> well, she apparently the like, you, the reason why she's always the one furthest away is more to do with the muscle definition than anything else. You mm. can see because whereas yeah. whereas um Linda Hamilton had to do like six hours a day, her sister was just basically asked to do a few hours a week. Yeah, yeah, because you don't need to get in, like Gee, that's a big ass for, and you wouldn't you wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't know looking at it. No, no, unless, unless, unless you're really pausing it. and yeah, looking, yeah, yeah, you yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, know like, there's no
3: way. The fact that you guys have like mentioned that it's twins, I didn't even clock that because yeah. nowadays it's just it would done just be with, CGI, it's just it's CGI like, or like two takes yeah. and they're just plastered on top of each other, yep. aren't they? So. The fact that that is twins, I didn't even think, didn't even consider it. Well, I mean,
1: we've done uh, what was the name of that movie, the, the Parent, parent Trap. Trap, the Parent Trap, where it's really cleverly done through takes, but there's times you see both faces at once, and that's the the, 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 the clever thing here. Uh, and so, um, we have the fake, uh, the fake Sarah Connor calling to him as 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 you know hey john john and you see this other linda hamilton from behind going get out of the way john which i mean, I don't know if they would have dubbed her voice in post or if i actually have a sister who got to say that that'd have been cool if that was if her. that was the one line she got to yeah, do yeah because then john goes shoot and she like like shoots him and he's right on the cusp of falling and is it that she can't pull the trigger again or is it that no, what is the deal i think she's she out? out yeah no. okay because she cocks it twice and i don't see her pull the trigger that's the only thing yeah i, think no, I, think I wanted to look at it time. and kind of make it a bit more a bit more yeah. obvious but yeah anyway uh and then he kind of i don't know if it's a bit of a smile or what the difference is um and then we have this great reveal here and riding this conveyor system over we get arnold laying down with his gun one massive like shotgun explosion to a chest makes him go like 19 different shapes and his head's like all to the side
0: when you when you when
1: it gets, oh, it explodes! It explodes yeah, when it yeah, that's impacts. right. Yeah, that's right. And so, but it's a really cool looking shape. and Then he falls in, and he goes through all of his as he's melting or smelting. Uh-huh. He goes through all of his previous sort of incarnations <laughs> throughout the what, film.
3: Kind of what I asked was: Does he have the ability to like retain the memory, as it were, of other people, or does he have to? It, once he transforms back into himself. Does he then not have the ability to turn back? So into if he wanted else? to go
1: back to the like the, um, the
3: guard at the prison,
1: well, I think because he he goes because he always goes back and re the the police uniform. So I guess he can he does must have but some I feel, memory.
3: I figured that was his like his natural look. Is that not apart him?
1: from the police uniform? So, so, the, the police the uniform, uniform wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I, think, yeah. He I think he so can. can. so. I think he could do anybody. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. yeah. I think once it's there, it's in the memory bank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, A impressionist, wasn't <laughs> it? Yeah, he'd be he'd be great for all sorts of things he'd be great at parties uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, i mean
3: other than the fact he's programmed to kill people
1: yeah and this is the hard part where you go well is he dead now because isn't he still just in a liquid form couldn't yeah, he yeah. reassemble but he disappears and the movie makes the silver disappear and the movie just clearly like goes so hot that the movie goes it's off. over yeah, yeah yeah cold eh hot no hot hot's the thing hot 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 which is like with nitrogen he freezes up i don't know why he melts because yeah.
3: he's near the steel, the
1: steel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the it's warmth absorbed. of it. oh, there yeah. we are. Fair enough. And a so, tumbling over the side. Uh, we get asked, "Is it dead?" And then Arnold goes, "Terminated," and that's no. the name of the movie. Um, they oh. throw all the stuff in from the first Terminator movie, including the chip. And we get, "It's over," and he goes, "No, there is still one more chip," and he points to his head and goes, "And it must be destroyed also. I cannot self-terminate." You must lower me into the steel. It's a hell, of, and it's it's got to be the mom who's got to take away the father that finally her yeah. son has, yeah. and she's got to be the one. And will he ever forgive her? And the movie just cheat on this, I think. Yeah, it does because yeah. like there could now the movie's got to be over. But I'm like, this feels like it should have been more than just him crying. It felt like it should have been like some more of a fight than it was. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
3: But uh, equally, he says he can't self terminate. So does that override his? programming that says that he has to do everything that john says so if yeah, john said,
1: this jump. is like his prime directive yeah yeah, because okay. the whole i like, order because he says i like, order you not to not to terminate not to kill yourself yeah and yeah he goes uh,
3: or if you he, if he if terminator walked up to the ledge and john just goes i ordered you to jump would that would that count as self-termination or
1: i don't think he can bring himself to do it i think he um, must be now he's lowered like he could jump off i guess theoretically but there's a difference i think between you actually have to do the action versus if he just went boink with his finger and pushed him in i think yeah. that's different yeah okay. yeah um it has to he says it has to end here we get i order you not to go doesn't work uh, arnold just goes i know now why you cry but it's something I can never do. And he lowers in, and we get this point of view shot from Arnold's perspective, looking up at the two of them as he continues to lower down. I love this shot. And we have tears. a hand. The face disappears, the hand, and then as it before goes down, we get a thumbs up.
3: It was really sweet. It is it
1: really was sweet. Really really good. And it's an emotional moment. I, I totally get people who cry it with this. Really, you yeah. really got me. So, in the final scene, the lines, I cannot self-terminate, you must lower me in the steel, were added by Arnold Schwarzenegger in post-production. Originally, the Terminator silently gave Sarah the controls for the winch, but the test audience didn't understand why Terminator couldn't just drop himself into the steel. Ah, true. So, yeah. There was an alternate ending that was filmed, but cut, where we saw an elderly Sarah sitting at the park, telling the story about the Terminator, watching John play with his daughter and tying her his granddaughter's shoes, revealing John Connor working as a congressman. I've seen that. Director yeah. James Cameron decided not to use it and replaced it with The Unknown Road because he and one of the producers had a, a bit of a falling out about it and they said, well, let show both. And it wasn't even close. Everybody loved the ambiguous. And I'm not going to do it again, but it was like a voiceover by whoever, uh-huh. there is no fate. The future is what we make it. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's still better than, than that garbage. Yeah. yeah that yeah, would have yeah. been, yeah. So uh, I don't know if anybody noticed this. Cameron points it out in the DVD. Schwarzenegger never blinks in the film i did not know yeah
3: now that you've said that i'm going yeah no he doesn't does he
1: Oh, if i told you that linda hamilton never blinked, would you know yeah
3: yes oh really okay fair enough i wouldn't i wouldn't okay uh
1: it's not something you think about but it's impressive schwarzenegger was able to pull the feet off
3: i bet he had contacts in
1: and finally here's my question i think the t 1000 played it wrong i think the t 1000 should have appeared as a puppy <laughs> you really said this. Because he, you know, he runs up. No one's like, get rid of it. He's like, dun 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 dun. So uh, you probably kill him at the first time when he runs up and then he's like, oh, puppy. he goes, ha, ha stabs no. him in the heart. <laughs> or even if he doesn't, then you have scenes where, like, as a puppy, he's driving the truck down the road, following <laughs> them. I think this is a much better movie. Sounds, I agree. That sounds plausible. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so uh, it's time for do I remember what the button is? In the end game now. And we are in the end game now. Liam, we need a random word, buddy. Random word. Yep. Doohickey. Doohickey. There Doohickey, we go. Yeah. Doohickey is our random word of the day. Magic or the garden variety. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Not saying that garden ones might not be magic. They could be. <laughs> but you know. Uh so that is it. Uh couple of things. The awards this one. Uh one, two, three, four Oscars. Wow. Visual effects, obviously. Linda Hamilton for best act. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> My mouth was a gasp. Uh, no, it was, it was all technical. Best yeah. sound effects, editing, best sound, best makeup, best visual effects. If we go back yeah, yeah. to the idea that uh, every sound was pretty much recorded in post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I didn't mention, I don't know what the sounds were, but the, the animal noises that came out of the T-1000 as it's like screaming in pain as it's mm-hmm. dying. If, 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 if it can die if it's if it counts as being alive but yeah um really something so and the yeah. makeup was fantastic the visual effects duh yeah and then best the sound effects out of them i think you know without question it's a technical masterpiece this film
0: oh so good yeah
1: um this is the only terminator film to win or be nominated for an oscar and it won four out of the six it was nominated for i don't know what the other two were uh, it has a budget of 102 million dollars. Let's play the game. How much money does this make, Liam? 102 million is the budget. 102 million is the budget. Right. I'm going to say big, isn't it? It is. At For the time,
0: time, the most expensive movie ever made. I'm going to say 275.
1: Million. 275. Georgia. Yeah.
3: Okay, so it's a sequel. It's in the 90s. Yep. I'm going to go 220.
1: Okay, Ellie. Two fifty. So you guys got to think about multiples of the budget. That's just a good way to think of success and failure of a film. Because I know last time I went, guys, it's the 80s. You're too high. That's what I was
2: thinking in well, the
1: 90s. I'm, th- I'm just going to think about multiples of the budget. Because this came in at $521 million. Wow. I don't understand how this
3: works. Do you know what? I was going to say, $521 million. <laughs> <laughs> five, ta-
1: five times its budget. You know what I'm saying? Like go 100, maybe five times. That would be a really successful movie. Yeah, I, think okay. about it as multiples. So if it's like a $6 million budget, you'll go, 900 million dollars that that'd be 150 times doubled budget. doubled it Doubled yeah the Doubled's actually Just like barely Breaking even Oh okay it, Cause uh, it doesn't Take into account mer- Advertising uh, Advertising Right okay Cool 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 Although I will say This made all the money On the merch as well Yeah Like everybody had this <laughs> Uh, with the film 's domestic box office adjusted for inflation, it is the top grossing r rated action film of all time. It was the first film to break three hundred million u s at the international box office, and at the time of its release, it was the third biggest film of all time behind only e t and Star Wars a new hope wow. as of two thousand and fourteen, this is still tristar picture 's highest grossing film. Probably because TriStar doesn't make films really anymore. No, they don't, no. <laughs> and James Cameron, for his director's salary, made five to six million. He obviously on five hundred twenty-one million did okay as a producer. on Yeah, as well. he did well. <laughs> so Cameron does okay even with a script that he wrote in the day. Yeah, or finished in the day. Whose story is it? Mm, t-
3: mm, mm, kind of Terminators, kind of John's, kind of Sarah's.
0: Sarah's more, I think. Or if <laughs> so you want to throw in there?
3: Name all no, of the characters. Not the evil guy,
0: <laughs> or or maybe maybe um, Dyson.
1: I hear, I was thinking about he him briefly. has a lovely arc. The problem though. is, his arc doesn't really begin until like the start no, of the third yeah, act yeah, or yeah. middle of the second act. So there's a and, hard part and there. Ends
2: quite quickly. <laughs> yeah. So
1: Sarah's really.
2: I'm going for Terminator.
1: Okay. Uh, you mean? By, I'm assuming you mean 800 and not 1,000. Yeah. Yeah.
2: If that's Arnie.
1: Yeah. Arnie. Yeah. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the boy. Yeah he gets his family back he believes in his mother again he sort of uh, embraces his future whatever that might be there's a few mm-hmm. stories though really yeah oh absolutely yeah i'm not saying you're wrong when you say sarah connor
0: no 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 yeah. but, i mean it's, it's hard to sort of yeah. pick isn't it
1: maybe it's the ginger kid with the mullet yeah <laughs> i want to know where that ginger where kid did with he the mullet go? Is. he's just the t-1000 just <laughs> dun, 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 dun. um what is the story
0: technology is bad everybody we should ban technology we should go back to the dark ages well, I, think this, I think the story robot's is robots gonna take over
1: this is kind of was this your personal event we yeah, stopped this, we this should, is we reviewing AM's a podcast, movie is just yeah. liam's <laughs> personal opinions uh, i'm gonna go with i think the movie is about the future isn't written yet it can be whatever you want it to be back to the future three basically yeah yeah, or yeah. brave Brave, what, you're fighting for your own hand?
3: You're fighting for your own
1: destiny. Okay. <laughs>
3: Please uh, don't I compare can this film to Buffett. Brave.
1: <laughs> Merida on a horse is the T-800. Yeah. Um,
3: I'm not sure which way around you meant that, Elias, and if you really like Brave or you really like this one, I can't
2: actually tell. Have, have I not made that clear already? Let's have
1: you guys talk about this. Role of women. I mean, not
2: enough bear montages. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's
3: one... Two, two females throughout the whole film. Three,
1: three. Okay.
3: Um, they're all motherly figures. Not all very good, but uh, they're all right. Okay, it's all right.
2: Ellie, I think it's strong. Um, I mean, basing this solely around Sarah Connor. Yep. Um, she's totally like badass, isn't she? Yep. Um, and she's although she's flawed, she obviously, um, you know, decides not to pull the trigger on Miles and has quite a lot of human elements to her as well. And she's, she's got good motivations behind what she's doing as well. So do yeah, you know I think she's strong.
0: Do you know it's quite weird? I only just realized she was the one who was more human in the first one. Mm. And in this one, she's more robotic, more robotic. Interesting question. Yeah. And Arnie's the one who is the robot who's now become more human. Interesting. Yeah. Do yeah. you have any thoughts in general role of the woman? Um, I think that, I think Sarah Connor's strong in this uh, again. Like Ellie said, there's some flaws to her, but in every human has flaws. You know and Speak for yourself. <laughs> Hashtag Ian's always right. Ian's always <laughs> <back>. <laughs> um, even the mother of um the wife of Dyson, I mean she's still Mrs. Dyson, if you will. Yeah, Mrs. Dyson. <laughs> She's soon hoovered up the mess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh God! Two competing brands. I think I think we do have Dyson vacuums in the in, in the US and Canada. I you think. must have. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with. I think I think Sarah Connor is a feminist icon. She's she, yeah. She is not sexualized for one moment in this film. Nope. She is. Really she is strong. tough. She is capable. She is presented as having agency in all of her decisions, mm-hmm. uh, flawed or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she is fantastic. And I remember when Wonder Woman came out, I believe we had the discussion about James Cameron criticizing Gal Gadot's presentation in mm-hmm. that film, and he brought up Sarah Connor as his example and said she wasn't sexualized and was allowed to be tough. Mm-hmm. Why do you go down this road? The, 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 the danger is always when you're a man saying things like that. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, thank you for explaining that, man. Yeah, um, yeah. If only we, we, we'd a term for when that happens. I don't know. So, uh yeah. So, but I think, yeah, it's a very, it's a very small cast, very, very small, small cast. You've yeah. got Arnie, you've got Robert Patrick, you've got Edward Furlong, which are kind of locked into Edward, you know, John Connor as a result of the first film.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And that's really it. That's really it. Outside of that, you've got the, the the shrink and the creepy orderly, but them being men is a good thing in the sense that she overcomes that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm generally quite all right with, with, with how it shakes out. It might just be one really main female performer, but she does a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. Because outside of that, what are we thinking? It's the it's the woman who's the, the foster parent and what, Mrs. Mrs. Miles? Yeah. Okay. Mrs. Dyson. Mrs. Dyson. Dyset, if you will. <laughs> um, so then we have... Uh, oh, it's good. here we go. Favorite character. Liam, start your favorite character. Well, this will probably
0: be no surprise to you, but my favorite character is Robert Patrick. Is it? Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, you sound surprised. <laughs> I
0: thought
1: you were somewhere else, though. I really, I
0: really am. Yeah. No, he blew me away the first time I ever watched it. Yep. He stood out more on the screen to me than arnie okay and that's a hard thing to do because arnie has a big overpowering presence but robert patrick every time he's on that screen with arnie i was watching him not arnie
1: speaking of having your eyes glued to the screen and not being able to look away Liam, i'll bring up that in the original uh, uh home release apparently of the film uh when he first appears on screen uh you could see his own skynet apparently in in appearance there his own rise of the machine if you will oh, okay yeah apparently so it was taken out in, in subsequent uh releases <laughs> that's funny it wasn't quite uh, the the camera angle they thought it was at first blush so <laughs> he was from the future so was that a fire stick <laughs> <laughs> oh, i uh,
2: yeah
3: i really like t1000 i don't know whether okay. that's because i really like the effects or because i like but I, he's just he's just so cool he's like,
1: a cool, he's a cool horror he's, he's a horror villain i'm not saying i'm serious i think yeah. maybe that's he why is. i like
3: him because i quite like the idea of horror films i just can't watch them because i know it will traumatize me for at least another three weeks yeah but mm. because this wasn't a horror because
1: it's an action you were really it was, enjoying like, this
3: villain, yeah. i was i was i loved it there are some <laughs> films again. i think
1: this gives me hope that you'll like them because of uh there's other films where i'm like oh you put a horror villain in a different genre movie that's, yeah
2: that's I, I i appear to really quite like that
1: okay. yeah uh ellie
2: um, I guess Sarah again because of the reasons we said before I think she's a really strong female character
1: yeah I can't get past well I'll leave out for a grumble <laughs> uh, I got a couple actually I'm gonna go with Arnie I like the C, uh, C800 I do he does look cool heart heart that final scene oh. heart and that, a
3: robot as and well and that, it that good. The
1: final scene you have to earn, we talked talk about keeping it low key and we talked about yeah, having to earn this. Yeah. Those scenes where, you know, the kids teach them how to be cool. I'm like, this scene sucks. It does, but it gets to a point where when they actually have this moment and he's crying that Arnie has to drop himself into the lava, mm. like it feels earned because yep. they spent the time and we saw Linda Hamilton, uh, Sarah Connor watching them as yeah, they, as they yeah, play yeah. and hang out and all of these sorts of things. Yeah. And it wasn't just, I'm doing this because the movie tells me to. No, it was really earned. So uh, I go with, and he's just, he's, he's, he was on all the t-shirts he was in all the merch yes. I don't really care about the Austen East. actually I'll be honest he does Austen LaViste I quite like that yeah. <laughs> the gunshot but you know even with all the taglines you've heard a thousand times I really like Arnold in this and that um, was the most coolest he's ever looked absolutely
3: speaking of this this is the first Arnold Schwarzenegger film I've ever seen wow
1: that is a big wow real round table next month no <laughs> <laughs> overload on <Arnie. laughs> Uh you just watch all the Terminator start there <laughs> um next up then we have best moment best element uh no surprises
0: here um i have two only because they're heartfelt ones uh-huh. it's the one in the desert where she's doing them talking over and he's doing the high fives low <laughs> do you want me to give it the
1: background music yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah that'd be funny um and the bit at the end with the the, the fist as it goes under and he pulls it up and puts thumbs thumb up, up. Okay. yeah oh just because it gets me every time. It really does affect me. I don't know why. Because I think I'm invested in him becoming a human. Yeah. And like you say, I watch films with heart, and that means something to yeah. me. Knowing that someone was bad once, now a good guy. Yep.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go for the, the T-1000 effects. Yep. They're incredible. They are incredible. Like, y- They don't look... I mean, I know we watched it in 4K and we were kind of joking about what difference does that actually make and how the, like, coming back from... coming from the future effect doesn't look any better. But, like, the...
1: It's 40-year-old... 30-year-old footage. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, 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 But the...
3: The, the melting and the appearing, and the so it's good. just so good.
1: Yeah, that, that holds up like today. That's, that's, I don't remember it being that much different in regular because last time I was in this would have been standard definition, yeah, not even INF. That's, that. that's what I mean. So, but it's still, it looked cool then, it looks cool now. Yeah, but even so, yeah. in today's tech, it holds up. It holds up with modern stuff. That's yeah, yeah. So, so good. Yep.
2: Ellie. Um, I quite like the score. Um, so I think oh, particularly yeah. when that's used in the little bits like you've just been playing, um, so when it's used underneath the monologues and things, um, with that little theme motif yeah,
1: it's very was effective uh, I'm going to join Georgia with the um, with the idea about the TE-1000 and the effects they did with that it's something that blew my mind when I first saw it, I went, we can do this now? And it still blows my mind. This is insane and
3: be- and then learning that they used a, an amputee for one of it in prosthetics yeah. for that that's, that's incredible I, you wouldn't, I would never have thought that, that they had done that and that's how they achieved that that's, that's incredible it's
1: movie magic and I'll cheat ever so slightly and also say a really cool aesthetic mm-hmm. like Arnold looks like when I think about Arnold Schwarzenegger he's in the Terminator 2 outfit that's his like, just like about Nicole Kidman, she's on the swing in Moulin Rouge, yeah. or she's in the red dress with with, with Christian by, by the window. When I think of Arnold, he's got the glasses and the leather jacket, and he's Terminator 2, Judgment Day. <laughs> he so, looks so cool. Yeah. Um, so then if we go a grumble, a grumble, Liam.
0: So as much as I love the special effects with um, the T-1000, I really don't like the models and the back screen, you know, in the bit at the beginning. I don't mind the movie bit of the at the beginning where the, the spaceship was flying over and shooting and stuff, but the front visuals of the people running around and that mixed together does not gel well
1: today. I think because I saw the other one yesterday, I was like, oh, this looks so much better than yesterday's one.
0: And when they're in the car, there's it's the they're in the car talking, yeah. and there's background. That's not the real background. That's just in a that's movie oh, made, is it? made up. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that was jarring to me. And I didn't like the model set of the bus... Okay, um, that just didn't seem. Your one grumble has just turned into a list. No, I know, but that's just. Oh, that's all in the same sort of ilk. Yeah, it's all in the same sort of same umbrella.
3: I can't say actually noticed how any believable of this. are the effects. Yeah, okay. I do need an eye test. So there we
0: go. But when yeah. you think of the, the reason I'm grumbling about it now, I could forgive it for the time. Hmm. Um. But the reason I'm grumbling about it is because the special effects of the T1000 was so good. Okay. It's just like polar opposites, and I couldn't understand why. Okay uh georgia it's gotta be the script
1: okay
3: like the actual dialogue i'm like oh come on i could have done better in one night than that that's bad okay
1: uh ellie
2: i was just so bored oh like it this is a for me this was just a really basic action movie and it went on for such a long time here's my
1: question did you watch the theatrical or the extended i don't
2: know do you know
1: how long it was (laughs)
2: about two and a half hours
1: if it's two and a half you watch the extended that might not have helped great (laughs) okay yeah the the we watched the theatrical i was very glad to find it on amazon prime or something like that for it was two and 12 and i was like all right and they spend a lot of time at sensodyne they did a lot longer than i remember was at sensodyne yeah 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 Yeah. um so okay so bored pacing maybe a little bit
2: um yeah well just i didn't really think there was an awful lot of story to it either to be honest but and then I didn't like there wasn't I didn't the first like one, huh? Arnold Schwarzenegger either. <laughs> All so. right, okay. I mean I just I didn't like this film, guys. I don't <laughs> think that's a surprise to anyone after this podcast. Uh
1: mine I'm gonna go with uh they're kind of one and the same because I can't figure it out. Much like last week, um the question was, is it Olivia Newton-John's acting or is it the writing for a character? I don't know if it was Linda Hamilton's acting or the or the, over, the writing wasn't strong overall anyway, but man, she sucked in this, I thought. Like, she was great as an action star yeah, yeah, running yeah. around. The problem was Arnold was the robot, but she was either really monotone. I get it, you're traumatized, but you can't have two characters who are monotone throughout. No, no, no. So she either went monotone with the whole, you know, The doctors bought Pepsi and Subway, but didn't bring me any. I have to see it every day. They know I love Subway. It's my favorite sandwich. Eat fresh. When I get free, oh, there will be Pepsi. Pepsi free. Pepsi free. Like, you know, everything was done. And then even the voiceover had to be this, like, this is what what ominous sounds sound like. And I'm just like, this sucks. So, you know... When the film asked for me to actually care about the dialogue she was saying, rubbish. When she's just walking around saying, here, hold this. Take care of them. That was fun. As an action star, she's fine. But there are moments where they asked her to be an actress, and she can't do it. She seems so at home with um, um, guns and stuff, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. And knives. No issue. She could be an action star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. But she didn't have the acting chops when this film needed it in certain places. Edward Furlong is not the worst actor in this film. No, no,
0: but I do remember him being better than what he was, like you said. Oh, he's
1: he's he's a bit rough here. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the writing helps him, but he's also a bit rough here.
0: No, he's he's a bit whiny.
1: because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I've seen him in a few other things, and he's not he's not yeah. he's much better than this. Now, yeah. granted, he's this is his first gig, I think, but still. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, that would be that. Is this anybody's best role ever?
0: I'd say Liam Hamlin's.
3: It's the thing that Arnold's known for, whether it's this film or not, but.
1: Everybody's
3: mm-hmm. Linda Hamilton's
1: best. Sorry, Linda Hamilton's best. Uh, That's Linda Hamilton's best, yeah. Edward Furlong's best. Oh, I like him in American Highest history. Highest profile. He's good in American history. X, yeah. He's also good in. Oh, I've just lost it. Never mind. He's um, not good in The Crow, is he not? No, <laughs> oh, you were talking about that today, yeah. Uh, um, the whatever fifth installment or whatever it was. And Arnold, I think
3: Arnold. Oh, like you think of him, you think of Terminator. Yeah,
1: you do. You do. This plays to his strengths and hides his weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's really what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, Ellie, any thoughts on any of the stuff we're talking about? It's Robert Patrick's seen. best, isn't it? Robert Patrick, I think is better in. If it's him, I think it is him in American Beauty. Oh, I've and been. he's great in that. Have I seen that? I guess what? it's him. He's great in that. I don't think I've seen that. two very different performances. in this, he's more of a presence. Oh, okay. He's yeah. always a presence, almost like a shark. You
2: say he's in American Beauty?
1: Robert Patrick. Yeah, I believe without giving anything away, I believe he's the neighbor. Oh, I need to give this a watch. I like Robert Patrick. Oh, yeah, I believe yeah. he's the neighbor. I could be wrong, oh, but I think I'm right.
2: look, because he'd be a lot older, right? When, wait, he? Yeah,
1: would he'd be probably about a American decade Duty old? Mage? Probably about a decade older. Yeah, about it's about ninety nine, two thousand, somewhere in there. Yeah. So huh. you're gonna look that up, I, I guess, look. while we're doing this. Okay,
2: I'm looking at yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe I'm wrong there. on this one then. Uh, who am I,
2: make, no, he's not who am tell I making you, a mistake? I'll tell, of I'll
1: tell you what I do like, right?
0: Again, being with Arnie, Arnie was in a film called The Last Action Hero. Yeah. Right. And Robert he, Patrick's makes a cameo appearance as the same character. He also does it in Wayne's World.
1: He does. He does. He approaches them and goes, Have you seen this boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, such is. I love that. Uh, I'm just looking at American Beauty because i got to find out who am I thinking of because that will bother me uh, to no end. I'm sure people are screaming at their uh, things, what's going on here. Uh, Chris Cooper. Chris Cooper. Um, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. This. So my bad, Chris Cooper. I so Robert up. Patrick's best movie is this. I guess this, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. He has such good
0: presence in this movie.
1: Yep. No, no no debates there. He's yeah, he's yeah, very, yeah. very strong. He's so good. And he's a great he is a great counterpoint to uh, Arnold. If Arnold's the big beefy guy, then this guy's small, wiry, thin, all the things that Arnold's not. Mm-hmm. Charming. Yeah. He speaks he to, he's when he speaks in character to other people, he, he feels the part. Yeah. Yeah, he does. So yeah. well done. So uh, what's then now is I never wanna hurt my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? as always, a big thank you to Midnight Social for our little age game ditty. Yeah, uh, Ellie, what do we have today?
2: We're going to start with Arnie.
1: Okay, I don't know this one. I only know one, so I can go ahead and play this. Um, 36.
0: 41.
3: I, say, I know that he's quite old now, so I'm going to go 43.
1: 44. Oh, wow, and wow
2: there you go. Um,
1: you have to keep coming with, with the next actor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I, yeah I, I am. I was, yeah um linda
1: hamilton sarah oh um... <laughs> they called her like 29 in the script i'm like she's not 29 no way <laughs> is she 29 38 36 38 36 i'm not oh, 35 she
3: is 35
1: hey yeah, you took it him. from
3: me no um, did you say 36 yeah oh you went 38 oh okay
1: maybe, maybe a twin sister's 38
3: <laughs> <How> <laughs>
4: not
2: <laughs>
1: i will i will oh, yeah, pay yeah, i will yeah. pay you to take each extra year double <laughs> so i get to say 35 us, it's the same number of total years it's fine yeah, yeah.
2: i love that um edward fellon
1: i know this one so i have to bow out
2: that's the child yeah
3: yep
1: uh i'm gonna say 14
3: so his voice is starting to break so i'm gonna go 13
1: i think he's 13 when he's filming 14 when it comes out oh
2: well yeah yeah. When, he, when it comes out, he's 14. Yeah. That's what I base it on.
1: No, no, that's fine. Um, I was just sort of saying what i Because at that age, yeah. it's, so, it's such a specific. But trying to tell me he's 10. I'm like, get off. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, way. no way. Yeah, no, no.
2: no. Uh, T1000. Robert Patrick.
0: Mm. I'm going young. I'm saying 28.
2: 31. 32. 33. Hey! You
1: so young in this <laughs> buff right there. Mm. Mm.
2: Yeah. And finally, Miles.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Thirty
1: six. Thirty seven. Thirty three. Forty four. Wow. wow. A Legitimate wow. Yeah. I was like, you guys are all way high.
2: He's dumb. <laughs> no, same age as Arnie.
1: I guess sweat just deages you. Because mm. he's sweaty the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
3: Gives you the glisten of youth. He does. It's a
1: youthful glow. Those in all those crow's feet. <laughs> so... Uh, he's forty four I hope I look as good as that when I turn forty four in fifteen years <laughs> <laughs> so uh excellent, thank you very much all but now we're moving on to uh, our critic well, the critics first off, Georgia, how did things work out with the critics?
3: yeah uh, really quite positive um from what I can tell so uh, Derek Malcolm from The Guardian says Cameron has done an honourable and undoubtedly skillful job of tailoring his new film to the tastes of the time without too much sloppy compromise. He's made a science fiction film with verve, imagination, and even a little wit. Which I think is quite, is quite accurate. Uh, Kenneth Turin from the Los Angeles Times said, uh, more elaborate than the original, but just as shrewdly put together, it cleverly combines the most successful elements of its predecessor with a number of new twists to produce one hell of a wild ride. And then our good old friend, Roger Ebert. Ebs. Says, oh, that was a sad Ebs. Try it again and our good friend Roger Ebert Eves better I a mouthful of
0: drink I can do it
3: says Terminator 2 has won along with an intriguing hero and fierce heroine a young boy who is played by furlong with guts and energy the movie responds to criticisms of excessive movie violence by tempering the Terminator's bloodlust but nobody I think will complain that it doesn't have enough action
1: do you give a star rating? he's not wrong
3: let me just double check, sir. I've come off it because I screened. I'm
1: always going to ask you for the, yeah, for the star. Yeah, I, I need
3: to. I need to keep the a Four.
1: It's always at a four, with four? him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and well, he gonna gives
3: it. I'm
1: going to say he goes three and a half.
3: Three and a half. There three, we
1: go. Yeah. I didn't know you do halves. Well, now we do. (laughs) Uh, We don't. Oh, we do. Yeah, we do.
3: (laughs) We don't do more than half. We don't don't get any
1: smaller than half. George used to be the queen of (laughs) 8.61215. Okay, so I've got some of our critics then. So uh, all who responded to my tweet. And we've got friend of the podcast. Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. This film was very important in my adolescence. I was 15 in 1991, so the perfect age. I was blown away by the special effects. The T-1000 is awesome. Robert Patrick is so menacing. I got to experience the Arnie twist because I didn't watch the trailer. Also, incredible soundtrack. Something we didn't talk about was originally the marketing tried to steer you off of the twist, as they're going to call it, which is that Arnie's not the bad guy. He's the good guy in this. Mm -hmm. But then as it moved on, they started releasing more and more or information from the film that gave that away mm-hmm. i'm gonna say that from the moment you get bad to the bone there is no way this is the bad guy no not a prayer he gets the hero shot if anything else yeah so i understand maybe if it's done, I done, done. yeah uh so uh, maybe not friend of Liam's this week, Dan Mackles says uh, this movie is important on so many levels from the quantum leap forward of CGI to cementing Arnie's place. Arnold's place is one of the greatest action heroes. The last action hero, one might say, of the yeah. 80s and 90s. I would give this movie a 10 of the 10, but that score is reserved for only for films like Grease. So <laughs> nine and a half it is. Oh, dude. <laughs> That was low. I applaud that. That was well written. <laughs> that, is,
3: that, that
2: takes nerve. Right. I applaud oh that. Hey, I'm hey,
1: Dan it. Mackles, tell me more, tell me more.
2: <laughs> I love the idea that some of our listeners have got things like Dwayne Smith and hey, 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 Mr. Postman. And Dan Mackles has just got grrr. Grr.
1: Dan-grrr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, hang on. That's that, a person. That's, a, that's his middle name. <laughs> dan is his middle name? No, no one? Danger? Oh. Austin, oh, Austin Danger, Austin oh, Danger, Danger Powers, yeah. Danger, yeah, yeah. so So, uh, friend, also of the podcast, Carlo lo, 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 says one of the best blockbusters ever. <laughs> I.e., listen to the latest episode of Thief's Monthly Movie Lude with Ian himself. That's my name. Uh, <laughs> it says flawless action, excellent set pieces, and a fairly thoughtful exploration—at least for a big action sci-fi blockbuster—on free will as opposed to a termination of the first one uh, yeah the idea that, that fate isn't that somehow we have free will uh, it says it a lot I don't know if it's proven but it yeah. says it a lot Uh, Carlos says overall, I prefer the first one, but this is an excellent sequel. Ed from the film effect podcast says, if anything, watch the film for the filmmaking itself, everything from the effects to the production design, this movie, still magnificent piece of cinema. That certainly holds up 30 years later. I'll always love T2 judgment day. Uh, I'm assuming Danny from the, it's a musical podcast says I never got the true experience of this one. I went in knowing Terminator was a good guy now and not here to kill John Connor. I'd love to go back in time and experience that reveal without knowing. Definitely one of the better sequels that improves on the first. I, I, again, I don't think it's this great moment that we're all going, Oh, my mind's blown. Cause the movie, if you're paying any attention as people who've seen more than a handful of films, I think the movie gives away. Yeah. Did you think for a moment, George, of it, that he was the bad guy?
2: No, but I knew that he wasn't.
1: How'd you know that? You just knew that? Yeah. Okay. Ellie? Yeah,
2: but like only i don't know only for a bit but i also didn't know the premise of the first one so. oh,
1: there we go so it's a musical podcast also says the special effects are great uh to my favorite thing of all the simpsons stealing from it one of my favorite simpsons moments exists only because of the film there is a link we will retweet that out in fact i just have there we go the paul and griff show says the special effects of a t-1000 for its time are groundbreaking cool soundtrack amazing plot the best terminator film and arnie's best film So what we said yep it's what we said uh thank you very much griff uh it goes down in the p.m julene julene Julene. says this is my favorite terminator film all the catchphrases and the story wasn't confusing no fate but what you make was awesome uh, the Jury Room Podcast says, this was by far one of my most favorite movies as a kid. Just so good. Seriously, they do not make movies like this anymore. I'd agree, especially with the number of practical effects. Oh, yeah. Like, we did praise the the, the CGI, which had to exist, yeah. but it's not that they didn't do any practical effects either. There's lots of practical like effects Like the twins, this. both twins. Both twins. Uh, some of the set things, even the bit with the nuclear fallout. Yeah. Say what you will. Yeah, yeah. Shredded I wheat. Love, love that fact.
3: I love practical effects.
1: Yeah uh overpriced concessions i they're a new uh contributor says can't wait to cover this on their own podcast cool it's my favorite movie of all time and the perfect action movie i've got a copy of this movie on every format that's been released in the u.s here are some rare ones even the three issue comic adaptation from marvel did not know it was a comic so there we go oh i did Did you? Yeah, because Carl does comics, doesn't he? Julian says, did anyone else cringe when he peeled his skin off, the arm and face? I cried when he went in the lava. So the answer is Georgia (laughs) cringed when the arm came off. Liam cried when he went in the lava. There we go. Yep. Uh, Film floggers, this uh, it's definitely not Fiona, uh, (laughs) said, a question I don't see posed that often. T1, bad Arnie, or T2, good Arnie? Uh, Liam, you're not the only two who have seen both. Um, Thoughts? I like the good Arnie. I like good Arnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it says that Robert Patrick was so good as a t-1000 do few people so question good. if Arnie is better or worse than t2 we just did I think we said better mm-hmm. or maybe pantomime t3 Arnie's doing it for you never seen t3 never will see t3 so is that the one
0: out. where he's carrying a
1: coffin never will see t3 never have seen no. t3 uh, I don't know. so if it was a coffin get a hold of us uh it's a musical podcast and are we forgetting about cgi Arnie from t4 uh okay apparently Arnie's in a lot of them uh and we have a few more things of, uh here we got ethan, ethan ethan the first of my saw was doing a double bill of t1 and t2 on august 29th 2017 for the anniversary of judgment day itself and even in 2017 i was amazed by how well the effects have held up especially in the jail cell i don't know what ethan's thinking happened over the past four years <laughs> even in 2017 i was amazed maybe it's his own journey with film maybe that's what yeah, it yeah. is absolute masterclass of action cinema while still having enough explosions to sedate any adrenaline junkie but a shocking amount of of heart when I saw it, everyone in the cinema put their thumbs up with Arnie. One of Cameron's Aww. greatest achievements. Cute. It's different when you're like super fans. all go in there. I think yeah, it's a different yeah, yeah, yeah. from your reaction the first time you see something. But it's a cool story. Uh, the back looks of my podcast said the best Terminator of them all. Brackets obviously end brackets. Alex from Main Street Finance for me T two is the original. I never saw the original about till about two years ago. But T two was one of my favorite movies as a kid. The graphics were amazing for the time period and still hold up. Truly a classic. I'll say it again. Never saw T one until yesterday. Don't think it changes my viewing. Really, a few Easter eggs, but as far as the overall message, no, nah, I'm fine. I
0: first watched Terminator, the first one, when I was about twelve, eleven, twelve. Because um, so I didn't see Terminator two until it came on VHS. Yep. Um, and yeah, you know, I watched on TV, and I had a little black and white TV then. And you had to dial in the the thing, and my dad specifically said to me, "You're not watching the Terminator. Go to sleep." I was like, "Okay, Dad. Yeah." turned on really low, dialed it in, low, 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 and I watched low, it in black and white. Low. I got to the bit where he started slicing his arm up, <laughs> and I went, oh my God, I can't watch this.
1: <laughs> and I didn't watch it again for another few years. All right. <laughs> but then I saw it in colour. So George, you didn't see T1, but how, uh, T2 you were all right with? I really liked it. Yeah, game. so there we go. So okay, I think we're similar to your my experience and Alex as well. Uh, what I tell my younger self, not this isn't the part where I talk about it. It's apparently a <laughs> <sort of> podcast, <laughs> I think. Uh, it says, same here. And frankly, I could have done without seeing the first. T2 stands on its own legs, even without the backstory. That to me just shows that much more how awesome it is. Uh, your next favorite movie, Josh, who Liam and I had a chance to talk to today, yeah, we did. said one of the greatest action films of all time, if not for The Dark Knight, probably the best sequel of all time as well. To which point I went, Dan Mackles, I want you to note this. I went, what about The Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> Just, 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 recognize uh, that effing. Recognize. Actually, i kind of curious. I think I'm actually going to contradict myself. That effing show said, "Dare I say, flawless movie." Uh, it's not Grace. Uh, this is those- <laughs> I'm definitely
4: leaving the podcast. This
1: That's is one. Of, it, I'm gone. This is one of those where everything just hit perfectly. <laughs> I do prefer the original these days, though. Uh, Chance Whitmore, great action movie, groundbreaking effects. It should have been the last Terminator. I think we would all agree with that. Uh, some big thumbs up as it goes into the fire. Liam's tearing up, so I'm going to scroll past that. <laughs> uh, awesome movie. If you recast Edward Furlong, so said by salt and burn this pod. Uh, I said, hot take. I like it. Not the fact that I necessarily. Agree. I don't think Edward Furlong's great. I don't think he's the problem. No, yeah, yeah. there's I, I, many problems in this film. No. Far from it. Uh, partial credit pod said should have been named Terminator 2 Electric Boogaloo, which we hey. know, of course, is a Sunny in uh, mm-hmm. Philadelphia reference. And Alex, uh, from Asia Finance was a good sport and said, yes, it is. So that is, we had a lot of, uh, responses here. So now it's just going. Uh, what are our ratings? Our ratings. Liam. Well, whatever I give it, I'm going to have to
0: probably budge on it anyway, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, just all, all
0: one time. <laughs> it's just, 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 you know, I think I'm going to have to budge on it. Um, I really resonated with this film when I first watched it. Um, I watched it on VHS. I bought it off a mate. Weren't expecting big things mm-hmm. for sequels, but I was blown away by, this, by the visual effects and Robert Patrick. So, I'm going to give this
1: uh, a tea. 9 T-9. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> okay, T-9 it is. Yeah. Very good. Uh, I haven't thought about my cool witty thing, actually, so I need to start with that. No, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm not very often, like, quite vocal at a film, and I was really quite vocal about this, And I because I was enjoying it, because I was invested, and I was cringing at the bits that I was a bit like, oh, no, don't do it, like with the skin peeling back and those sorts of things, and I was... I was cheering when Sarah Connor got some comeuppance on, on other people. And, it, and yeah, I, every time T1000 melded into something else, I was like, yeah, look at him go. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to give it a eight and a half. I don't have a quippy line. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, out of, out of 10, I I'm have Out yeah. of no, out of
2: 10, no quippy line preparedness. Okay.
1: There we go. Uh, Ellie.
2: Um, Well, normally at times like this, I would say, guys, I think we might have been watching different movies, but apparently we actually were, so that's that's new. Um, So uh, originally, I was going to give this a five, and then I realized I would rather watch Days of Thunder again, so I dropped it to four and a half. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's a great line. I'll take that. (laughs) That's the bar. (laughs) Would I rather watch Days of Thunder or not? All right. All right. Technically, this thing's, this thing's fantastic. From a technical mm. perspective, oh, my, oh, my, wow. Oh, my, wow, 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 wow. Wow.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, so then that is tempered by some poor. The story's fine. The script is poor. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it's two different things. But overall, the, the story beats need to go. I'm really quite happy with. Mm-hmm. How they get there with the dialogue is usually quite dreary. And it forces Linda Hamilton to become exposed as not the actress they need her to be. That being said, like I said, at the bit where the the, the, the the lorry comes crashing through the 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 cement and lands in the storm drain uh, on Thunder Road, I'm going, this is ridiculous in all the best ways possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give it eight and a half. Hit the kid in the head with your shotgun out of ten. <laughs> that's good. So that's where I go. So overall, we all really liked it, except for Ellie, who would rather watch Days of Thunder. Yeah. Our top rated, if you haven't checked it out, go check out the Tom Cruise Real Roundtable because a surprise number one pick, perhaps we should say. <laughs> to to be fair, for lots, of our, for lots
2: of our panel, like the fact that I'm saying Days of Thunder is better wouldn't necessarily be a huge deal. But
1: <laughs> for, this one, I think so. for me
2: and Georgia, that's yeah. like, oh shit. That is a level. <laughs> that
1: is a level. Uh, so, uh, all that's left to do now is to talk about what won the poll. What are we doing next week? So while we do that, uh, let me go ahead and start by saying, uh, listen to all the stuff that have come out this Friday. I'm going to drop the quiz night. That's what this Friday is going to be. So quiz night. So you can catch Ed from the Home Effect podcast. You can catch Debbie. You can catch Alex from Main Street Finance. You can catch Danny from... Uh, it's a musical podcast trying to defend his crown, and there's one I'm missing. I do... Oh, Juline, of course, when it goes down in the PM. All vying to become king or queen of the castle on Quiz Night 2, Quiz Harder. So... <laughs>
3: Electric booboo. I said
1: Quiz Harder like 19 times, so I can't change the name of it now. I really do want to go Quiz Night Boogaloo, mm-hmm. but yeah, I can't do it. So check that out. That's dropping Friday. Could you have beat uh, the scores of the general individuals? It's kind of a fun game and uh, also a chance to say, get a hold of us. If you're interested for the next one, we will be doing one again, so let us know. Uh, next week, just to go ahead and say, we had four films that we put up for the poll. Indeed. I'm just going to bring it up on my phone now. And so... The, the choices of the films just to be uh, just have clarity is that we had. Oh, I've lost my born results. Born on Fourth of July. Liam was born on the Fourth no, of wasn't July. I was born on the Fourth no, of July. That was me. Oh, sorry. Liam was Dances with Wolves. Yep. Georgia was Hot Shots. Ellie was born on the Fourth of July, and I took the low hanging fruit and said Independence Day. Uh huh. The votes in fourth place. We had a hundred and four votes. Wow. Which I'm really quite impressed with. Yeah,
4: that's, that's good. very
1: impressive. In fourth wow. place with eleven percent of the vote. Born on the 4th of July. Oh, that's a hard-hitting thing. Though.
2: Well, I've never seen it, so I wasn't too tired. You, can, that, you continue
1: why? not to see <laughs> it, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> In third place, his name might be Dances with Wolves, and he may be your friend, but it is Dances with Wolves, with 16% of the vote. Again, maybe it's a bit of a heavy epic. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So it comes down to two more light sort of fair We have Hot Shots, and we have Independence Day. It's a runaway thing. I'll just up the first with 53% of the vote, <laughs> more than half the votes. It's a runaway. Independence Day. Of course it is. 20% to hot shots. Ed from Film Effect, got, when I was talking to him, said, you knew what was going to win when you put that poll up. I said, I knew what that was going to win the minute that it got around to me and Independence Day hadn't been picked yet. I said, I, I had other ones that could have gone against Independence Day. I was going to pick Independence Day. I had a backup. I had about two of them. But I was going to Independence with... Day
0: and I thought that's too easy. No, nah, I like Everyone's easy. Everyone's going to
1: have... I like easy. Everyone's going to pick it, so I'll pick something else. Well, I was like, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to review Independence Day, so I'm looking forward to this. Ah, that'd be cool. Next week, welcome to Earth as we declare Independence Day where America saves everybody. <laughs> is this
3: not a bit of a horror? No.
1: no. Or am I confusing it with It, is, it is a sci-fi adventure. Okay. There, is,
0: there is one jump scare in it, but that's
1: it. That's it, and it's okay. not... Yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a fun film. It is a okay, fun well, film. Fine. Fun, 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 fun. Fun, fun, fun! I'd say, fun, I'd fun. say that's what two different films merged together. It's 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 quite something because you've got your Will Smith arc and you've got your Jeff Goldblum arc. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is this
0: the one with the dog?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not this. No, what's the film with the zombies? Not this. That's not
0: oh, okay,
4: no.
3: this is a Will Smith <laughs> film when he has to shoot the dog. No, it's not this. <laughs> okay. Oh, I am Legend. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah that one those aliens yeah
1: oh, okay aliens come and invade i mean, yeah. that's, that's
3: fine i think that's what i had it
1: confused with no so aliens and they have to go ahead so we're going to take a look at that next week Coming and i am that. looking forward to independence Me day too. so uh join us next week while we tackle something uh maybe a little more comprehensive and everybody will be like yay i like this <laughs> maybe i'm not saying it's a perfect film
2: we'll see won't
1: we <laughs> we will see ellie the contrarian strikes again this week so oh, yes, we'll see what happens next week with it i think independence day is if i have a hard time someone going i don't like that no it's a bit. how of-
2: long's the regular cut oh.
1: <laughs> it's not a short film i will say that much oh it's not, no oh i think there's lots of story involved there's lots of characters yeah, yeah, you can there, get there attached to okay absolutely okay. Yeah, there's lots of moving pieces as opposed to this one maybe yeah, yeah so, like chess pieces That's right. So please join us next week when we tackle Independence Day for Best Film Ever. I've been Ian. I've been Liam.
2: I've been Ellie. And I've been Georgia. And
1: Liam's given a little bit of grief to me about Independence Day being the low-hanging fruit. But sometimes the obvious choices are the best. So I'll conclude this podcast with saying hasta la vista, baby. We'll catch you on the flippity flap. Oh, I thought he was going to say, and we will be back.
3: (laughs) That's what what he's got written on his notes, so he's absolutely copped out. No, that was last
1: week's end line. Oh.
3: Uh, There's Terminator 2 there.
1: We'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you on the flippity flap. The flippity flip flop.
3: Reminded me of the uh, banging in the Iron Man one, when he goes like when he hits his when he's making his suit. Oh, when he's making, yeah, he's when he's making, making the Iron Man suit in the cave, and then it's put at the back as uh, the end of one of the other films as well, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it, what the it reminds
3: me. of Endgame was I think was <coughs> the.
1: Sorry, one second. Pip, no, <coughs> pip, no, pip. <laughs> <Do-do-do-do. coughs> Come on. That's good. (laughs) I think I just found a coda.